in this house. I ain't got no clothes in this motherfucker. I ain't got nothing. Everything, we lied by the way. Everything is uh all at the other house. Because I'm getting ready. I had to, I got some more merch I gotta drop off tonight. So yeah, because people were doing that last minute in, huh? Before the uh before before the uh the video shoot. No, 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 no. I'm I'm picking up. Look at me sweating this shit. I told you I was fat. I'm picking up. Uh that's not too loud, by the way. Or echo or anything. Nope. You sound perfectly fine, man. Okay, I'm picking up some uh the the stuff that everybody ordered, all the pre-orders, all that stuff coming in Friday. Okay. And I probably won't be able to get it after the post office closed. You know what I'm saying? So I won't be shipping it out to Monday. Uh but you know, sometimes I work some things out with people in the area, depending on how busy I am. Welcome everybody to the show. Welcome. Hey, hey what's going on? We don't get no intro music no more. You just and I ain't got my speaker. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying I ain't got nothing, man. Well, welcome everybody to pardon my motherfucking ugly. I'm telling yeah, you. Let me get myself situated. Okay. Well, there we go. There we go. Let me get myself situated. I hope you guys. I don't need to see no comments. If there's some comments coming in. Yeah, yeah. Who up in here? Okay, I just see. Okay, here we go. So, um, just you know, everybody who's watching, don't forget Sunday at noon. If you if you want to be in the video, if you want a cameo, we're gonna be doing a video shoot on Sunday at sixty third Street Beach. Right? What you shaking your head for? Why are you shaking your head? No, I'm, no, I'm no, I'm I'm tired, man. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's gonna be. Uh, I'm interested to see how many people are gonna show up. And what Bob got in mind for exactly how he planned on doing this, you know what I'm saying? I got yeah, he's gonna have us out there on some Takashi six nine jumping around, wow shit, you know what I'm saying? This this his oh, brainchild, you know? Yeah, he probably got several outfits he about to change into and shit, fucking around with Bob. You know he a diva and shit. This nigga probably brought his own cheering section. He got you know a, <laughs> he got a glam squad and shit. Yo, we at the studio. Bro, brought cheerleaders for himself. You know what I'm saying? He brought like his own motherfucking background singers. <laughs> Was this another time when I missed it or something? This the first time. This the first time. He like, yeah, I invited some people to the studio for moral support and all, nigga. You brought your motherfucking background singers. <laughs> oh my god, this fucking guy. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Know, it's gonna be a six. Hopefully, the weather. You know, uh, holds the course. I don't see any rain in the forecast, so so it's looking good. I've been getting some pretty good reviews okay. on the song too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The song uh, is the shit. We need you know to be what? showcasing a little bit more in the group. I'm a very harsh critic of myself, so that's very Virgo of you. Is it? Very is very it? self-critical. Okay, yeah. Well, so I'm very harsh critic, so I I couldn't really, I can't fully like people give more take better things about it than i can say about it like i just judge myself harshly that's all yeah i yes. think my verse is at best just okay this is okay i mean you know y'all y'all all a bunch of old ass motherfuckers trying to rap so you know <laughs> she's a bobble motherfucking rapper she is streety streety got the beats and shit you know what i'm right. saying so hey man yeah, make sure y'all come out on sunday it's going down yeah absolutely 
And like I say, we got this weekend coming out. I got the part my Virgo. God damn it. The first, the first episode of the God damn it. Uh, part my Zodiac. Don't be rolling your motherfucking eye. God damn it. Cause you know, when I get your motherfucking Zodiac, you're going to want your shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't be hating. Let Virgos get their shit off. You know what I'm saying? Y'all. I mean, since 2020, y'all just been a thorn in my ass. We hate so this. The story. fact that they y'all get the first shirt, I'm just like, oh God. I mean, how the not how the first shirt? First of all, we won the contest fair and square. Yeah, fair and square, or because y'all was tagging motherfuckers. Nobody she, knew what the know what it was for. Nobody knew what it was for. It didn't matter. Once you start talking about Zodiac signs, people going to run. <laughs> hey, I was surprised that Sagittarius was kicking it hot. I thought Leo's was going to come in that bitch and Gemini kicking down the door, but it was the Sass came in second place. What, what's your sign? Yeah. I'm an Aquarius. We was second for a minute, and then when people start tagging and doing all that, then we start falling. And I wasn't about <laughs> to do all that damn tagging. I ain't do all that shit either. Motherfucker start recruiting. <laughs> But nah, that should be real dope, though. I can't wait to see the shirts. I think yeah. that's going to be a blast. You know, people love to rep they sign. So, yeah. Uh, for our viewers that's on YouTube and Spotify, make sure you go to www.pardonmyugly.com. Those yeah. shirts are coming soon. It's going to be Virgos for now. Yeah, so the Virgos. Yeah. But you know, over time, we're going to roll out the other signs as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be based on demand. You know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to see who's going to be next. Goddamn, We're going to put the poll in the group. Goddamn and see who want to be the next group to get they get they shine. You know what I'm saying? Next next sure. Aquarius. Shit, y'all gotta bust Sagittarius ass this time. You know what I'm saying? Cause Virgos ain't gonna be in it no more, obviously, because we already went. You know what I'm saying? So we sitting on the sideline in the owner's box. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna watch the kerfuffle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever. Man, watch we them. I guess we should have did a better job of marketing the show today. We only got four <laughs> viewers and shit. What's going on? They'll be here. <laughs> It's all good. They'll be here. You know how I go. Motherfuckers show up. Motherfuckers got shit to do. Billy motherfuckers come through. But uh, oh, what was I gonna oh, say? Uh, how was your week, goddamn Man, uh, it's been cool. You know, uh, school kicking my ass per usual. You know, uh, I, I think I'm uh the next Johnny Cochran and shit. You know, what I'm saying we got a trial to put on for my class. It's our final. So you know, I've been intently watching the Derek Chauvin trial to get oh, some yeah. education and just because it's interesting. Uh, they thinking, you know, I might have to put a post. I was thinking about this today. Like, I should have been doing, like, some law breakdown of the trial a little bit because I be seeing some posts that people be making and people kind of got some interesting views. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff when it comes to us is real emotionally based. Mm -hmm. So we kind of, you know, respond on emotion. But I had been thinking about like, man, I probably should have been making some legal posts. You know what I'm saying? Just so people understand how that shit go. Because I see like a lot of people, they they don't like the defense attorney. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he doing his job. Like he ain't. Don't let Derek show how you hate on somebody just because that's his profession. He's that's his job. That's what he was hired to do. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean that he agrees with Derek Chauvin or that he feels, you right. know, what I'm saying? it's his job to 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 get him off or to create reasonable doubt. So, you know, just shit like that. But anyway, they thinking that he might take the stand. So that that'll be if you don't watch it, if you I know you ain't been keeping up, but you might want to see that. that put Derek Chauvin on the stand? I don't know. Court TV was kind of like talking about it today as if that was a possibility. 
but we really don't know. It's all speculation, but I don't think it's a smart idea. But you know, if he does, I mean, uh, Van Van, what's his name? Uh, Van Dyke. Van, Van who's the Van Van Lathan? No, Van Dyke, the one who shot uh, Laquan McDonald. He took oh. his, his trial. Did he? So I mean, yeah. So you just never know. I mean, he and he he shouldn't have. He was, you know, what I'm saying because he was sounded stupid as hell. So if I was Derek Chauvin, I stay far away from it. But we never know. So if 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 I if I find that they do, I think everybody should at least take a look at that segment of the trial because that's dope. The, the prosecution already been picking they the, the defenses. They just started. They um. They started the case, they case in chief yesterday. The prosecution rest already. Right. The defense okay. started yesterday and the prosecution been picking they fucking witnesses apart. I yeah. mean, yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, the, he has a great attorney. The defense attorney is a good attorney. He did a good job when the prosecution putting their witnesses up, but the prosecution just they he's outmatched. Yeah, you're gonna have to lend your expertise to, to, to PMU and let people know what's going down and what you think and so on and so forth because yeah. I ain't watched not a single solitary second of that shit. I have, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I ain't necessarily that interested. Uh, you know, me, I'm not really the most emotional dude. I didn't really, I wasn't, but that's what I'm saying. I'm uh, watching it I very objectively, you know what I'm saying? That's right. why sometimes, like when I be seeing posts and people talking about it, I kind of keep away from it because you know, people get emotional, and then if people don't fully know you, if you come in with your argument. They gonna be quick to call you a coon or something just because you know I don't got time for that because I'm trying to be objective with breaking this down. You know what I'm saying? So, but we'll see. Well, listen, we got some. It's some. It's some shit to be. Uh, hold on one second. This no. Okay, it's some shit to be discussed tonight in regards to all these into into just what that trial about. Unfortunately, uh, it seems like it's the season for that bullshit. So we right. We'll get we we'll, we'll get to that, you know what I'm saying, a little bit later on in the show. You know what I'm saying? But man, though, like just that whole trial and then everything else that's going on, you know what I'm saying? Joe. What do you think about this new situation? The uh the the what's this young the young guy's name? The Deshaun? No, no, what's his name? Oh uh, uh the young man the guy that killed in Minnesota, right? Yeah, that, that that's oh yeah. Well, I know you put a post up yesterday discussing it. I don't want to get too deep into it right now because I know we got a guest coming on tonight. Uh, so I want to because oh, uh, is he is he is he uh he works for Court TV? Right, that's what I thought. So ain't he he covering the trial? Yep. Right, right. So I want to let him come on and kind of is he is he is he allowed to say anything about? I mean, he's working in the on the production side of making sure that it's a a, a a good production for the world to see. He don't work for the legal, the judicial system or anything yeah, like that. But I still don't know if they got rules and stipulations. Like I, I just, I'm just wondering. I mean, we'll find out when he come on. You know what I'm saying? We'll see right. how far he can talk about it. But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, what about Snowfall? We ain't talked about that in a couple of weeks because we had a big old show last week with guests. So I think we kind of skimmed over Snowfall. Uh, last week was nuts. What happened? Man, the whole fucking season been nuts. <laughs> oh, you forgot what happened? Hold on. That one, uh, well, the auntie got shot? That's last week, right? The auntie got shot. 
Franklin found out, old girl. Oh, yeah, 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 I seen that coming. That's, and I kind of like They just threw her in, right? There was no real introduction to her character. No, no. She, haven't we seen her before they started dating? Is this she a character that was in the show previously and now she came back into his life? I thought that was it. I thought I'd seen her somewhere before. I don't recall ever seeing her before. Maybe I'm missing something, but she just seemed brand new. Anybody in the comments that's watching Snowfall, maybe we missed something. I see Crystal in here. Hey, girl. Um, I, ain't even, I ain't even in that shit right now. I was looking at something else. Uh, Man, look at this something else we on the show right now. <laughs> Trust me, I'm, I'm working. I'm definitely working. Uh I was gonna say was uh Joe, it's like it almost kind of it's not as she's not as big as a character, but it kind of feel like how they did with 50 and power, like they kind of just shoved in this extra motherfucking storyline, you know what I'm saying? And and if it I mean, I think ultimately, like her storyline ain't gonna amount to much. I guess I still don't know who her brother is that she's trying to save. Yeah, and really said who that was, uh, and why and, and why she trying to save him. Like so that storyline is incomplete anyway. Remember, and she I was mean, funny because like, when you gonna let my brother go, and then she getting paid, so she trying to help her brother, but is she also getting paid? Like I ain't really. They ain't she's really. A, she's a survivor. It sounds like you know she's just getting in where she can fit in to get what she need for herself. But you're right, they just threw her character in. I mean, even if she was from the past, there was really no introduction on how her and Franklin started fucking around. She looked like she too old for his ass. <laughs> I was like, you know, it just don't work. You know, like when he was messing with, was it male? You know, that made sense. Right. I know some time has passed, but they ain't been that damn long, what, a couple years? So he can't be shit, but like what? 20 21. She did. She's got one of them faces. She got one of the mature faces. She looked older than him. That's all I'm <laughs> Maybe he just like, like you said, maybe he just got a baby face. I don't know. And I think the whole scene outside the funeral home was full gazy. Like that shit was too whack. They no motherfuckers out there looking for them. So they ain't got nobody on guard, nobody paying attention. Shorty and them ain't even parked far away from no type of distance. Ain't nobody watching them. Like and the whole thing, just, cool, and right? then she the only motherfucker get shot to one person who didn't want to go. The fat that was fat back funeral, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you that's what I'm saying. That's where the weirdness come in when John Singleton ain't running the show no more. Like they've been doing an excellent job this season. I think the season been great. And like you said, it's been a lot of action. They they you know I said they carrying it, but right them little I'm, nuances like that, you know, be weird. I'm, I'm going to have to disagree. I don't think this season has been that great. I think this season really? has been, I think it's been action packed. I don't think the I don't think the I think the lack of writing and development of the storyline is, is you can see it now that John Singleton is it there. There's basically no real character development at this point, other than maybe the uncle, uh, you know what I'm saying? Who's saying like he's showing some type of emotions? Everybody else basically emotionless. The auntie emotionless. Fucking uh, the agent going through some shit, but no more character development. Straight action pack. Straight just setting up situations for motherfuckers to start bucking. Like all that. The the the, the fucking sister. Now nah, she the most gangster motherfucker in the whole crew. The wildest nigga in the show, which was which was Scully. Now nah, he a puppy. You know what I'm saying? It's like man, I just I don't know like. I'm 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 a huge movie buff. 
I'm I'm so in the like I'm so in the storylines and shit that it's very easy Dang. to pick apart the storyline. Just the shit just seems predictable. It's like a uh, what's it like? It's like one of the mo- what do uh, Robert Bay or something who be directing all like the Transformers movies and they're oh, super- going too far. Now. Okay, that's how it kind of feels. Like they just they shoving in a bunch of action and drama, but it ain't a lot of great storylines out. I won't. I I will agree. There has been some lack of uh, character development. I I don't disagree, but I don't think it's been. I've seen shows where it shifted and the writing became so terrible, and I'm not seeing it like that right now. Like it it, it had it has suffered a little bit, but it hasn't suffered to the point of of being unbearable to watch. Not even close. I think this. No, 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 no. I don't want to really, really good impression. Yeah, I'm sure you know, you've seen some shows where everything started off, and then all of a sudden, after a couple seasons, you could tell that the writers changed, and you'd be like, "What right. the fuck is going?" I don't feel like that. I feel like this, you know, yeah, it's been something that's changed, but it ain't been significant. But I we'll feel see. Some of that. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's whack. It's definitely not whack. I still think it's a good show. So let me yeah. let me not uh go that far. I, I still think it's a good show, but I do. I can obviously tell. I think the writing has suffered. Let's put it like that. I think the writing has suffered. So, but I still yeah. think it's a good show. Yeah. Ozark coming back anyway, so none of this shit for the matter. Okay. <laughs> the coldest <laughs> shit on TV coming back. Though. In case you ain't know, the coldest shit on TV. In case I didn't know, I've been watching that back. since day one. Yeah. Now, that I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to everybody out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ozark. I love Ozark. You adult storylines, character development, along with drama, suspenseful. I, I like shit I can't figure out before it happened. Yes. I can start yes. figuring out shit before it happened. That's when you start losing me. And I feel like snowfall from the head down that line. Uh well, I don't I ain't gonna lie, last season of Ozark, as amazing as it was, I kind of think it suffered from some of what Snowfall going through right now. It was some weird shit going on on Ozark, and it was just kind of like it's such a good show. And because you can binge it, mm-hmm. you probably overlook some of that. But like, like the lady, I can't remember her name right now, but you know, the crazy psychopath lady, her getting with Ruby's brother, that shit was weird as fuck, though. And it was hard to watch. And we was just supposed to overlook this old ass for her husband. husband. She finna try to run shit now. She got a young motherfucker. She I, can control I got that. But like, dude is like 19. Look, look, look what they at, G. Look what they at. I'm Look just saying, motherfuckers married cousin down there, John. I'm just saying, <laughs> it was some weird shit going on that I noticed a shift, but right. it didn't deter me. But right. uh, J Law just said something in the comments. I don't know how we completely overlooked that. Yes, we ain't overlooked rest nothing. Peace. Oh, okay, well, go ahead. Rest in peace. We lost a great legend. You know what I'm saying? This past weekend, um, DMX. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Uh, you know, he he definitely made an impact on hip hop. He made an impact for me. I was a huge DMX fan. Um, NIU was a huge yeah. DMX fan. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that was, was yeah. Right. That was our, that was our college years when he when he blasted onto the scene. And I mean, you know, it's just been a tragic life. And I'm just so happy. I just keep pointing out that we was able to get him his flowers while he was here. I don't know if that was just if that was God that they got to he got to do that versus before he passed because that versus was dope as hell. 
And we got to see that he, you know, I remember, I remember myself included, people was real concerned. We were like, we ain't know what DMX we was going to get that <laughs> night. You know what I'm saying? And he hey, was. Hey, like I said, I'm a huge X fan. Uh, the way he went, I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but, man. Music, the the impact it had. We was young, singing that shit, rapping that shit, and party. Like at one point, X party bigger than J. Joe. Like X had movies. X was in a. People forget X was in a bunch of movies in a row. Like at one yeah. point, he was like, "Fuck music, I'm doing movies." He was in the fucking shit with Aaliyah. He had Belly. I think Aaliyah was Romeo Must Die. He had Belly. He had. uh it was one where he was like riding around in like in a car. Oh, was so that Ashley? The Ashley movie was pretty. I, can't remember. I, I wasn't into all the movies. He had another one of the jail with fucking uh drag on. Like, I mean, he just had a bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. So, I don't know why he stopped doing movies too. That's interesting now that I think about it. Like, what happened that he just abandoned his career? Because I mean, he had it going on. He was a natural. You never know. Look at the life he lived. Yeah, that. yeah that's so true. Let me, man. Uh, let me cut into this segment real quick because I guessed the ride. You know what I'm saying? I know he'll right, So I want to make sure we get him on in there. You know what I'm saying? Let me Mr. get him in there. Mr. Mr. Spoon, he got his he got his Cosby sweater on tonight. What's up, dude? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> What's happening with you, brother? What's going on? It's my first time being on this thing with, with my phone. So no, that's all right. That's all right. See, that's my first time uh actually speaking to you live. Well, I guess. I can't. None of this is live and in person, but as close as you can get, damn near these days. Yeah. And then how you feel? Good, good. Just in Minneapolis right now, covering this trial. So I definitely appreciate y'all allowing me to come on and talk to y'all. Yeah, you, you hear me on his smooth and shit. You know what I'm saying, girl? I just want to be a lover. I want to be your uncle, your aunt, your sister, your cousin. You motherfucker over hitting us with the smooth jock voice and shit. Yeah. You hear me? Probably over there tired. They be working his ass to death over there. That right. <laughs> I already know. So, so Lance was curious. Are you able to talk at all about the trial, or are you kind of yeah, limited? I can talk about it. So, I was telling him, you know, how interesting the trial has been, and um, I know that Core TV was talking. They had a little segment on the day where they were kind of like some rumblings that it's a possibility that Chauvin may testify. Have you heard anything, or what do you think? Well, I mean, it's always uh, we possibility, um, but it's highly unlikely that he will. Um, the officer who uh, was convicted a few years ago in Minneapolis, who was a police officer who shot the um, white woman, he testified, um, and it didn't turn out too well for him. So yeah, uh, Van Dyke um, did too here in Chicago. Exactly. So I strongly doubt that he will, but you know, you never know. It wouldn't be a smart strategy. I agree. I don't think he should. I think he should just stay away from it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess for the defense, if they did put him on the stand, it would be more or less for him to kind of clear up his intent. And I mean, and that's really the key between over 25 years to life to five. To yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah, but, but the prosecution gonna come through and pick his ass apart, so it's like it's a risk. It's very risky. Now, before, let me ask you before you go for it. Can, can you say what you actually do on the show so people know who, who uh what's your frame of reference for your information? Yes, yeah, so I'm a, a producer for Core TV, uh, and 
our cameras, our cameras as covering all the trial footage, uh, our anchors, our, I mean, not our anchors, our field correspondents, our, uh, some of the pool reporters. So they actually go in and report what the jury is doing and we cover the trial. We cover a lot of trials, but especially this trial from gavel to gavel. So front to top, we've been here now for two months. I haven't been home in three months. So yeah. <laughs> are you gonna cover are you gonna cover the uh Robert Durst trial? I'm I'm here for that one. Um we did a little bit of it last year, but I don't I doubt if we cover it the way we covering this trial. Oh, year. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching that when I saw the uh commercials for it. I was like, I, I've been following his story. He's a he's a very, very interesting person. Yeah, yeah. Uh did you ever see the jinx on HBO? Um, it's a he's it's hard to explain who Robert Durst is, but he a rich guy from uh New York. He was uh the number one suspect in his wife's murder. Like, shit, it's been almost 40, it's probably been 40 years ago, and they it's still I saw her body was never found, so they don't really even know if she technically was murdered. But mm -hmm. his ass eventually left and went to Galveston, Texas, and he was down there living as a woman, a a, a old Mute woman, and he killed his neighbor, and his his defense. Yeah, he now he wasn't on no uh, old mute woman. He put a dirty rotten scandal on him. <laughs> I mean, it was on some old, you know, uh, mastermind shit because it wasn't like he was down there dating men. He wasn't gay or nothing. He was just right. He was fleeing, right. and and he ended up killing his neighbor, and his fucking attorney got him off. He, I'm talking about he mutilated his he was he not only killed him, he mutilated so his what neighbor. What he going to trial for if he got off? Well he was on trial for the murder. So <laughs> and he, documentary, um they they got him off camera. He was in I think he was in the bathroom or something, and he mm. confessed to the murder off camera. Kinda, right. <laughs> he didn't know his mic was still on. Was still, yes, that mic was still but this was after the fact. Yeah, so double after, double though. Right, it's too late, but that's he. So he got off on the murder of his neighbor. Uh, they basically was like it wasn't enough evidence to show that it wasn't self defense. Oh, okay. Well, he got off because I mean, the neighbor ain't here to tell his story, you know what I'm saying? So right. he just had he had some excellent attorney. He had he come from money, he come from like Trump money, his family. Oh, yeah, cool. And so now, because he after that, he they did this documentary on him on HBO, which you should definitely check out, Lance. It's very good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to now. Um, he had the hot mic and so um in the midst of all of this too his best friend was killed in cali and they always believe he did that and so now he's on trial for her murder oh yeah, yeah. very interesting but anyway i don't want to get too far off to the left that's not why we brought maurice on the show we brought maurice on because maurice is a very talented screenwriter producer everything and he wanted to uh, let you guys be aware of what he's doing and you you explain it Maurice. I don't want to why you explain it. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it in the uh in the comments. People can awesome. check it out. Yeah I just wanted to come on and talk about uh my web series that I'm coming back home to Chicago to film this summer. Uh we are currently in the pre-production fundraising phase. So we're Asking all our family and friends, uh, associates, colleagues, and even those who may call themselves our enemies. Hey, look, we still love you. <laughs> right, right, right. Especially now that we need some money. 
Uh, you know how we do. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're raising the funds because uh, we wanted, this is my biggest project to date, and we wanted to make sure that we took care of the actors. Uh, all the money is going to the cast and crew. Uh, and during the time with COVID, uh, we have to have sort of like COVID compliance sets and stuff like that. So a lot of money is making sure that it's COVID yeah. that everybody can, you know, produce uh, this set safely without anybody catching corona and all that good stuff. But um, Lance just put the link and in the link, it breaks down everything that we're raising the funds for. We're doing a fundraiser to the end of the month. So I appreciate this stage. Uh, the, the series <laughs> is a romantic dramedy called Love about an engaged couple who decides to join an online dating site before they get married as a social experiment. Mm. Yeah, because I watched I watched the uh the video clip and that's what I was trying to understand. So they're engaged. So what they're gonna do is join an online site and they are they actually gonna go on dates with other people? I can't give you I can't give you all the details. <laughs> I wanted to know. Like, I'm like, hold on, I'm trying to figure out what they all. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, what they, what, how they finna play this? I will tell you, it does Pandora's box. And uh in the video it also mentions it's based off a of true story. It's actually based off of my true story. Uh oh did. my god, Maurice, what Lucy <laughs> Bay. Yeah, yeah, Lucy based off my true story. I was uh a uh, girl I was seeing, and I'm not gonna say if we together now, but uh, I was watching an eHarmony commercial, and I asked, her, I said, "You think we would have met if we met online?" She was like, "Hell no!" She's like, "You are my type." I was like, "Oh damn!" So I went <laughs> and we actually um, created eHarmony profiles to see if we matched or not. But the questionnaire was so long, we decided not to do it. Uh, but that always. That that's how the story was born because I was like, what did what if we did do it? You know what I'm saying? Right. What happened, and that's how love goes was born. It, that like sounds that. similar to a clip that you had before. Remember in um my my other sh- my other uh group. What about them shows? Is that is that the same? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now it you're just, gonna actually make a series out of it more than okay. Exactly. Oh, that's dope. It, yeah. That's dope. I like yeah. that. I'm gonna yeah. check that out. Yeah, that's real that very interesting. And too. I posted the link. Uh, I, I was posted the link to it in the group. You can you post it here real quick because the way Lance posted it, I don't know. <laughs> it looked like something else. Yeah, I tried to copy and paste it from what he Boy, sent me in my time inbox, time but it didn't like. Uh, it ain't uh, show up the same way. In the, in the studio, I um, put it in in the group chat and wherever else I can. Okay. Have you posted it in our group yet? I know you posted it in What About Them Shows. Have you posted it in Part of My Ugly? Nah, because you know, we get ugly and ugly, so I ain't gonna... <laughs> Nah, make sure you post it. We're giving you permission, okay. right? You can post it in the group. Let people see that, because I mean, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Listen, 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 I'm being honest with you. I know Part of My Ugly has a certain reputation. <laughs> My ugly support the fuck out of their other members because it's been several people to have posted their businesses in the group, and many people from Part of My Ugly have patronized those businesses. I'm talking about Streety. I'm talking about uh, Katrina. Yep, Katrina. Uh, Dame got a couple people I think from here that's that's training with him. Obviously, people be buying my the the, the part of my ugly hoodies and merchandise. Damn. Like, you know, people support a uh, Sam. 
Well, people support up in here, G. So put your shit up in here, man. On the real, and people do fuck with the PMU members, Joe. We show love because and let them know he's looking for donations to get his project going. I'm always gonna support creators, especially now that I'm in the field, and I understand how hard it is to capture people's attention, which I don't know. I literally just went in the group and was like, where the fuck y'all at, goddamn? Right, right, right. I did too. I did a post too. Oh, did you? (laughs) (laughs) So, like I'm saying, I understand how hard it is, especially in today's times, where people got a thousand options. To look at in the palm of their hand you know what i'm saying like you ever noticed like how often can you sit down and watch tv and not look at your phone at all and watch a whole movie at your crib exactly but we we hope hope when this come out that y'all don't take uh eight ten minutes because that's how long each episode is and and how long eight to ten minutes also these like micro episodes but you hoping probably that it'll take off so that you can do longer or well, is this the, um, is this how you want to do it? The the premise behind this really was because I had a meeting with NBC a couple of years ago, and they um they wanted to see more episodic writing from me, so they suggested to do a web series. We actually have two episodes development right now um, that we're looking to pitch. So this was just something that we just wanted to get get out there, build our audience, and kind of show that we could tell an episodic story. And on a side note, um, Bob is actually uh, one of the people who's going to be in, in the series as well. You know, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, that's dope. Oh, oh this nigga here finna be too big. Dude. <laughs> yeah. and, and look, I'm about to beat Maurice up because I'm like, why I can't get a cameo up in this motherfucker? As long as I've been supporting and being there for this. Hey, and a matter of fact, you know, and I actually was going to say that besides donating, which, you know, I'm actually absolutely do. You know, I'm here to help in any capacity. You know how we do this going back 15, 20 years, always having each other back or whatever we're doing, you know. So if you ever need, you know, some uh, space, you know, Sam, our our home is open. I've already had one of my friends doing photo shoots up here. So, you know. Yeah, you up on that. I'm gonna take you up on that offer. We're gonna talk offline. Absolutely. Well, I'm so proud of you, man. Thank you for coming on. I know you got some limited time. You got a meeting, something coming up. Well, so in between, uh, we're going back on there in a few minutes. So I gotta head back. I showed us an end until 11 o'clock Eastern time. So oh boy, just came through, and I want I appreciate this. No, so, we appreciate you for sure. Well, y'all check it out. We're going to uh, make sure you post it in the group when you get some time tomorrow. You know, the group kind of get crunk early morning, early afternoon. Yeah. That's the best time to post it. And make sure you give a nice description of what it is. So thank you, Maurice. Y'all support my guy. He's doing his thing. And he's very talented. I appreciate it. Much love. Bless thank you. You done got stuck, Garnett? All I see is, oh, okay. I guess it's just me right now, y'all. Pardon my pretty. So, yeah, check my boy Maurice out. He's been doing this thing for years. Um, You know how it is being in Chicago, trying to break into this Hollywood business. But, you know, he uh, he he getting it going, y'all. So, and, hey, PMU's own Bob will be up in that voice. So, y'all will be able to support him, too. And hopefully maybe me one day. You know, it is. This face belongs on the tizzoop. So, anyway, I don't know where the hell Lance is going. He got his Teddy Riley internet going on. But. Um, yeah, so moving on, uh, rest in peace, DMX. I was gonna say 
Um, I've been rocking with D since before uh, his first album when he was featured on everybody else's shit. I was like, man, who is this guy? And then he came out with his album. To me, uh, it's Dark and Hell is Hot is his best album. And it's to me, it's a classic album that never gets old. I still rock that shit today. I was going to ask Garnett, hopefully he can peek back in here. What's his favorite DMX uh, song? What y'all got? What y'all saying in the comments? My my favorite is two, and it's all from, uh, well, I don't know. He got so many damn songs because I keep thinking about Here Comes the Boom and stuff like that was outside of his albums. But if we're talking about like songs that was on his album, two songs come to mind. It's both from It's Dark as Hell is Hot. It would be Damien, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. How you going to see him if you're living in the fall? That's my shit. Um, that shit was so profound and dope. And then the song where he's praying, um, Convo, I think it's called Convo, uh, The Convo. And the whole song is about him praying and talking to God. That shit's so dope. I just love creativity and rap. I love when people do something different and they go about making music um, in their own way that expresses their creativity. And that's what I like about DMX. And those are why I like those particular songs. But of course, I like the hits too. You know, Money Cash Holes, uh, Rough Riders Anthem. Uh, I love Here Comes the Boom. Shit, we, man, I'm bringing back so many memories at NIU. Um, man, what else, y'all? We y'all let in the chat. Uh, what's my name, Tiff? Yes, who we be? Yes. And you know what's funny? Uh, I, that's why I say I'm so glad we were able to give him his flowers while he was alive because I forgot about that song, uh, Who We Be. Um I mean, I remembered it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how years go by, and I just kind of forgot about the song. And then when he played it on the verses against Snoop, I'm like, I played that song for like a week straight after that. Like, he snapped on that. So, yeah, that's a really, really good. I mean, we could just go on and on about the man. Um, he made so much good music for us to, you know, listen to, and he brought like a whole different energy to hip-hop. So, you know, his his presence will be, be missed. Uh, 2020, 2021 has not been very kind to us, um, everybody, the nation, but as for black folks, we just losing too many of our greats. So, you know, my biggest thing is let's give people their flowers while they still here. And that's why I thought that, um, yeah, Tanisha, I know, right? That song was just so dope. Uh, but that's what I was saying. That's why to me, the Earth, Wind, and Fire, Ozzy Brothers versus was the coldest shit ever because we gave them their flowers while they still here. These are two of the most legendary groups in the history of music, specifically black music. And a lot of times we don't give these people their props and they, you know, we don't celebrate them until they pass. So I, that's why I thought versus was so dope. I don't know what my, my um co-host is at, y'all. Where he at? Let me see what's going on, y'all. Um... He might be texting me, so please be patient. Oh, my God, his power went out. All right, well, he's supposed to be coming back on, so um, just be a little patient with us. Um, what else is going on? Uh, oh, have you guys been watching them? So I've been kind of straying away from, you already know, Tanisha, it's the takeover. We don't need Lance crazy ass up in here, no way. <laughs> But have you guys been watching them? So I've been kind of staying away from really fully giving my commentary. One, because I still got, I think, two or three more episodes to go. Um, I know most of y'all binge that shit in like one day. 
I normally am able to do stuff like that, but I couldn't, um, you know, school, everything that's going on. I can't wait till this summer so I could just, uh, anyway. Um, I don't know how I feel about this show. Um, but hold on before I go on, because it looks like the comments are a little bit behind. Maurice says, that's one of the great things about Versus is that we are getting a chance to hand out flowers while people are still here. Absolutely, Maurice. It is so dope. I mean, I applaud. Like if we did a, and you know what, maybe that'd be a good post to put in the group and kind of just discuss like what have been some great things that came out of COVID. And I think that will probably be the number one thing besides stimulus checks <laughs> uh, was versus. I mean, it was, it's just been genius that they did it. And, and, you know, it didn't even seem like it was even something that they was really even fully thinking about. They was just trying to, you know, uh, uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland was just trying to come up with a way, I don't know, to be entertaining themselves. And, you know, they was just jousting each other and they, you know, decided to battle each other. I think Swiss Beats was in his fucking car the first time they did it. They battled each other and it just turned into something now they done. They done took off and they making money off this shit. So I think that, ver as you said, Maurice, it's, it's one of the best things that came out of COVID. And it's allowed us to see, um, you know, people that we admire, uh, that we always pit against each other to see who's the best. We get to see them. And we get to see these great ass performances for free. I mean, like, I ain't never seen Isley Brothers or Earth, Wind & Fire perform, especially together on the same stage, like that shit is like amazing and for free. Let's not forget that part. Um. Anyway, moving on. Oh yeah. So this you said you want to see Sade and, and Anita Breaker. That would be a, hmm, that's a good, I would have thought about pitting them against each other. That's, a, that's actually a good one. Um, I'm trying to, hmm, that's a, I, cause I can't think of who else could Anita Baker go against. Um, I don't know if I necessarily fully want to see it cause you know, y'all might beat me up, but I like Sade, but her music put me to sleep. So, but man, can y'all think of how dope it would have been if Prince and MJ was still alive and they went against each other? Oh my God, that would have been so amazing. Um, I think Jay and Nas need to give us give us one. You know, they've been pitted against each other their whole career. We need to see that as fans. But um, all right, hold on. Let's see what Lance is at y'all because. Um, hold on. There he go. There he go. I've been trying to hold it down while you was gone, man. <laughs> the power went out on the whole block. That's insane. I'm glad they was able to get it right back on because you would have been real salty if they man. didn't. Yeah, because I tried to uh, join in from my phone, but since I'm the host, it wouldn't let me do it. Oh, my God. But yeah, we was just kind of talking about verses and stuff. And um, well, I had continued talking about DMX that led into us just talking about how that to me, if we had to make like a top 10 list of the best things that did come out of COVID, the whole versus thing will probably be at the top after stimulus checks, of course. <laughs> the stimmy <laughs> checks. <laughs> no, no, no. Stimmy checks ain't number one. That PPE shit. That's all the same, right? Niggas in the hood running around. It'd be like they rich, motherfuckers. Man, man listen, I, I listen. Motherfucker tried to get me to do that shit, but I just wasn't convinced that yeah. I could get away with it. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I understand. Motherfucker, like Joe, I can get you 20k. 
So, you know, I'm like, oh, like, hey, you got a business, you got an LLC, Joe, I'm trying to tell you. And I was like, man, Joe, I, I ain't messing with the government. I played with the motherfuckers one time and they came and got their bread for me quick, faster than I earned. Yeah, you don't want to take that chance, man. Man, I ain't fucking with them people, Joe. I ain't fucking with them people, Joe. Y'all can go get that bread. Go but ahead. besides that, Versus was like one of the yeah. best things that came out of COVID. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, they didn't even try. They weren't even really trying to like turn it into this big thing. And it just kind of happened because the popularity of it. I think they were though. Well, do you remember the first one? They was just playing around like him and Timberland. Swiss Beast was in his fucking That's car. That's not the first one. That's what everybody thinks. That's not the first one. Okay. The first one was a year before that when it was Swiss Beast versus Just Blaze. Okay, okay, on and Instagram, the first, they did a, a producer's battle, and but they did more than 20 songs. I think that's where the original idea came from. And they okay. did it on, I don't know if it's on Instagram, or whatever you can find it on YouTube. But it's Timberland, I mean, it's, it's Swiss Beast versus Just Blaze. They in Swiss Beast house, and Ebro filmed like the whole thing on his phone. And they both got that, that they DJ tables next to each other, and they just going at it. And they got it on YouTube to the point where they got the whole track listing, but they do a bunch of songs. And that was literally a year before they did the Timberland versus Swiss. And I always kept wondering, like, why they not talking about it? Because the Just Me shit is where it all started from. Right, right. That was the first time. I mean, I talked about it like a motherfucker. And I reposted, like, man, this shit is epic. Like, Swiss Beats and Just Blaze just playing all they hits. Right. At the end, Swiss with them, he played, like, an unheard Jay-Z track. To shut like the last to shut it down for the last song of the night. That shit was cold, Joe. I caught that shit live. I felt like honored to watch that shit live because being a hip hop head, that shit was like impromptu yeah. for me. I just stumbled yeah. over it, like, oh, what the fuck is this? Right, right. Crazy. So yeah, I love the, I love the versus shit. Um, but I mean, in the sense that I don't think they knew that it was gonna turn into this thing. Now they getting paid and shit. Like they 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 somebody done, you know trilled them, bought it from them, and they done. They got it where they performing live. It's turning into an event now. You know what I'm saying? Well, oh, yeah, at first it was just like me and you. When we first started, they weren't in the same room with each other. It was just like you and I right now. You had right. you know, Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Now they getting up there. They performing against each other. Mm -hmm. They had one in Jamaica with the Jamaican. I mean, it's just been dope. I think they they gonna probably have live concerts with it. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, we gonna see where else they take it to. Yeah. I'm not a, I don't like really like. I ain't gonna lie. The Ghostface versus Ray shit, I didn't like the idea of it. It was, uh, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I agree. No, nah, I love that shit. I mean, I, I loved like, it, but it was kind of like I loved that shit. I didn't really want to like. I don't want to see Ray versus Ghost. man. They man, they got on their shit, start talking that New York shit. Man, I loved that shit. Every yeah. fucking second of it, Joe. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. I'm sorry. And I'm probably gonna love Red versus Meth too. Oh, hell yeah. Man, when you love two artists like that, yeah. and then they come together and they don't mind talking shit to each other, but it's for no, I love that shit, Joe. I ain't gonna lie. I love that shit. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's I cool. uh I'm just saying it was just I would have liked to have seen them go against some other people. Like yeah, it's kind of weird having them, but you know, as far as fans is concerned. It was essentially like seeing them because I seen them in concert at the House of Blues. They did like right. a, I think it was like a ten or twenty year anniversary to the Purple Tape, and that was okay. just. Like, but I want to uh, see. I want. I wouldn't mind have seeing like Ray and Ghost versus like Eight Ball and MJG. You know what I'm like saying? That. Like something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Dog you know Pound or something. Ray and Ghost versus yeah. the Dog Pound. You know what I'm saying? 
let's do like the locks against another three-man crew like who another dope ass three-man crew you know what i'm saying like they was talking about the uh g unit at first but they had murdered g unit it wouldn't even be fun they had, they had destroyed g unit but it gotta be another deep a nice three-man crew they can go against joe that we just ain't thinking about three men gotta be i can't yeah you got me fucked up with that three man shit because the locks is three people I know, but I can't think of another three man. Somebody in the crew could probably think of one. I mean, in the, in yeah, the anybody got something. But yeah, let's move on because we got to go. We got lots to right. cover tonight. But listen, speaking of DMX, I do want to comment on the the, the, the uh, kerfuffle I started in the group with my DMX take. Or not DMX take, but the, the, about the drug. What, what, what inspired the DMX thing that inspired you? Well, I don't know if the no. DMX. Oh, J-Law said Tribe Called Quest, but it's really only two rappers unless you're going to, you know, bust an honorary member, but... It's gone. It's gone. So it's like a rap anyway. R.I.P. Anyway. Five foot yes. fast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can y'all see me? Who's saying can y'all see me? We can see We can see your comments, Tiff. Did we miss something? Did I miss something you said, Boosh? Oh, she said, what about Jadakiss? Hmm, Jadakiss could go up against Poly Fab, but they did each other. They did. Yeah, you missed that yeah. one, Boosh. He already went. Oh, yeah. went. It was and fabulous. Um, but uh, uh as, as far as uh Luanda, yeah, the red man, but it's funny, uh, red man was uh he was uh like ghost, like ghost hosting uh, a show on uh, satellite radio, and somebody kept asking him if he would do a versus against somebody. He was like, Man, Joe, I go against anybody for 11 minutes. I only got 11, 11 or 11 songs or some shit. He said, right. that's it. They going to murder me after that. So that's, it's going to, if anything, the Red Man and uh, Method Man will go be entertaining as fuck. I think Red Man definitely will be Method. I love Method Man, but as far as songs by himself, it's going to be tough. But no, anyway, DMX. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so for people who don't know, like I say always, people who watch on YouTube, listen on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen, we got the PMU group. If you ever want to join in on Facebook, get some of these dope ass conversations that we be having. I be yeah. starting a lot of the bullshit because apparently I have very unpopular opinions and I have fucking no feelings whatsoever. Uh psychopath. <laughs> well, listen, let me see if I can do a better explanation of what I was saying here than I did in the group. Uh, which I don't think I explained myself badly. I just think people had a bad reaction to it. Uh which is why I put up that post about people don't read what you hear, read what you wrote, they read what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So, just to rehash it, I put a post up where I said, I don't feel sympathy for drug addicts. Now, I did say in general, I did say that I understand, I, I gave my reasons why, because I said being a drug addict is a choice. You know what I'm saying? Something that they choose to do. I also acknowledge that it's not easy, especially with hardcore drugs. But I said something that I shouldn't have said. I said just quitting is the cure. Shouldn't have said that. I got corrected. I should have said it's the solution because I don't back down from my stand. I said it's the solution. Okay. So I got killed for saying that I don't have sympathy for drug addicts. But it was the thing. I chose the word sympathy for a reason because I don't feel pity for drug addicts because it's a choice. I think it's probably fairly fair to say that most drug addicts at some point in their life have been clean and got the shit out their system and they still a drug addict because they chose to go back. Now, I ain't saying nothing compelling them. 
I'm saying, but you got to choose to do drugs all the time. Every time you do drugs, you got to go choose to do it. You got to go buy it. You got to go look for it. You got to light it up. You got to prep it. Whatever you got to do, you make this choice to be a drug addict over and over and over again. So I said, I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sympathy for adult drug addicts. And I did say in general, because I know there's always outliers, crazy situations. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I try to just speak to the rule, not the exception. People assume like, oh, you wouldn't help. You wouldn't help a drug addict. You look. I never said I wouldn't help anybody, nor did I imply it. I don't feel that you need sympathy to help someone. I don't think that's a prerequisite to help someone. I can just want better for you. Like you can do something stupid as fuck and it go horrible for you because it was stupid as fuck. And I can help you out the situation without feeling sorry for you. Like, dude, you a dumbass. Of course that happened. You, you deserve that dumbass shit, but I love you and I want better for you, so I'm going to help you. I don't think sympathy is required for that. Somebody even said to me, if, I don't even want you helping me if you don't feel sympathy for me. Like, dude, that's a you problem that you need someone to feel pity for you in order to accept help. I don't think that way. I don't think it's a requirement. The other thing was, I don't know why Wait a minute. Before you continue... Uh, Luanda said, Lance, no, we don't want or need to explain this again. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement, but you, you wanted to get it off Listen, your chest. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily get off my chest. I just think that people listen, hear what I said and have an emotional reaction and don't really read what I wrote. And because they disagree, I they mean, start they start putting assuming things and then making me responsible for their assumptions. And that's when I get to defending myself. Like, yo, I never said that or implied that. Like, the fact that you would even put up the post says a lot about, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I think that's what it be. And I get it. You just, we want to create dialogue. So I have to understand that a lot. You know what I'm saying? But in general, you know what I'm saying? It's just certain things I'm just not going to post, regardless of how I feel, what, what purpose is it serving to say, hey, guess what, everybody? I don't have sympathy for this. Okay, goodbye. Like, what would we like? Why, why, why? You could have kept that it's opinion. My ugly, and I also started the entire post with hashtag pardon my unpopular opinion, right? But then you gotta, <laughs> you gotta catch the smoke that come with that, then you know what I'm saying? No, don't, no you, problem. No problem catching the smoke. I just want to catch smoke for what I said. <laughs> right. And I and I and I just I just I just don't understand why people have such a hard time holding people accountable for shit because shit don't go well. Like just because it don't well, go well. Not, I don't think that I think that's why I say I feel like you misinterpret that sometimes. Um Tiffany uh just Tiffany Tuttwaller just said when it's people you love, that sympathy is simply a human. Reaction and even I think even what you with I'm not explaining you. I think you got in your mind that sympathy is this uh, thing, like exactly what you do. If you helping this person, if you taking time out your day or your energy to help, that's a form of sympathy, regardless of what you're saying. So, so you do have some sympathy if you decide and you want to help them. It just might not manifest in, like you say, in in a, in the form of some type of pity. But that's what sympathy is pity. That's not only thing that sympathy is, and that's what I'm saying. You gather your man mad that that's what 
you know, you can sympathize with somebody without it being like you mean empathize or sympathize. No, I know what the difference between the two words is. Because <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about empathy, which is I can understand what you're going through, but sympathy, as far as I understand it. It's really like you feeling sorry for someone, you feel pity for them, you feel bad for them. That doesn't mean that you also don't think the shit was dumb and that they they, they could know, but you could still make them accountable. You could still have all of that. It's not like one or the other. Like, yeah, okay, well, I'm holding you accountable. I can't be sympathetic. Well, if I'm sympathetic, then that means I'm not holding you accountable. Like they can I can coexist. See, I'm typically not though. I'm just being honest. I'm typically not. We know you black and white. That's how you are. You, I'm you not, see? I'm not necessarily black and white, but I feel like Joe is I don't feel bad for you when you do some stupid shit and it goes wrong. Like, what the fuck am I feeling bad for? You did something dumb. When you do something dumb, typically shit don't go your way. Why the fuck am I feeling bad for a grown adult who did some dumb shit and some dumb shit happened to him? Like, I don't see no why why would I feel bad for you? Mm. I don't I don't get it. And then I'll be honest with you. It reminds me, of, and I and I brought this up really not for that conversation, for another one. Yeah, because I'm like, we got a whole lot to talk about tonight. We waste the energy talk about this. This is is when I when I brought up accountability along some shows back, I got crushed for saying that people similar to this conversation should be accountable for their actions, even if they end up being a victim. Remember that when it was me yeah. and you and Sarah. I got destroyed for that take, right? I think because of the specific things you was talking about, we had that conversation. But my point the entire time that I kept reiterating the whole night is that you can be a victim, but you can do some dumbass shit to put yourself in a, in, a, in danger, and you should be accountable for that. And motherfuckers was not going. Motherfuckers was not going. They was crushing me for that. Nah, fuck that. You a victim. You don't deserve it. We wiped it well. But then... Then just I don't know where a fucking organic conversation come up about a motherfucker cheating and dating a married woman, and everyone was saying that when you date a married woman, if something bad happened to you, you invited that upon yourself. Whatever happened to you, you deserve it. You got to be accountable for going into a situation in which you knew it could be dangerous. And I'm like, I'm confused. How do people suddenly understand accountability? Like. If, if I sleep with a married woman, I didn't break no law. I got every right to sleep with a woman who want to sleep with me. If her husband do something bad to me, I am a victim, am I not? If he hurts me, if he harms me, I'm a victim. But everybody's saying you got to be accountable for that because you knew going into that, that could be dangerous. And I'm like, wow, ain't that amazing how all of a sudden people can understand how you can be a victim and also be accountable for your decisions that put you in that situation. Yet when I said it about a woman, I got my motherfucking head crushed for the exact same mentality. I want to know what's the difference. Why is it so easy to do see a man do something dumb, put himself in danger, have it go bad for him. I thought the post was about any gen. I didn't think it was specifically about married men. But in the focus saying that, even uh, if it ain't men, even if it ain't men, how come we can see it so clearly in one situation but not another? I mean, that's just human nature, Garnett. I don't know what to tell you. Seriously, every situation, and I'm not, I'm not justifying that one. You know what I'm saying? But it's so much nuance and a lot of shit, especially when we talking about drug addiction it's a lot of nuance into that and to compare it to sleeping to somebody's spouse is kind of weird that's not the thing i'm not comparing the action of sleeping with someone 
to drug addiction are comparing the mentality of people are making decisions to put themselves in harm's way and then bad things happen because of those decisions. Yeah, but drug that addiction. That could be drugs. That but could it's be too nuanced, though. Drug what's addiction. So, what's so nuanced about you? Because drug addiction has to, you know, I say it's it's so many things that lead that it lead, that leads into drug addiction. It could be mental illness. It 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 could it could literally, you know, what I say it could be because you had a, a surgery and you had pain meds and now you addicted to it. Like it could come from childhood trauma that that people that lead people to it. Okay, so I mean, it's so much nuance to to how people get involved with mm -hmm. drugs. And then once you get involved with hardcore drugs like that, it is really hard. And people have told you that several times over and over. You can't tell me what I said before they told it to me. That's I thought that was silly as fuck for people to say okay, that to me. me, when let I really me finish, said that. Well, I'm just saying, let me finish. What I'm saying is that even if they kick it, it's such a disease that they have to constantly be fighting against doing it again. So they do relapse. Okay, I won't argue to a drug. I don't feel like going down that path, but we can compare yeah, it. To, it's not a we can compare it to what I got my head bust over the first time, and that was for women getting sexually harassed. That's what I got my head bust over when we gave the example of like a woman walking down the street with her uh, ass hanging half out and dude sexually harassing her. And I said, "Hell no, nah, motherfuckers ain't got the right to touch her. She should be able to wear what she want, woo whoppy wham." But to wear that around a bunch of men is putting yourself in harm's way, and motherfuckers crushed my motherfucking head for that now what's the difference that's still doing something that you know can put yourself in harm's way that's still a bad decision i even gave examples like going out to drink and getting too drunk with a man you just met or going out drinking with a bunch of guys and you're a woman by yourself and you get intoxicated past the point where you can make decisions and something bad happens like those were the conversations we were having that night and every time I say it, obviously there's a, she's a victim. No woman should never be touched in any way, shape, or form, that whatever, whatever. All the things that everybody would say. But when I tried to say sometimes a woman can make a decision that puts herself in harm's way, motherfuckers wasn't trying to hear it. It's like I was talking complete nonsense. I and mean, I it's, it's the same it's, thing as what a dude sleeping with a married woman. You're making a decision. That can put you in harm's way. Now, it ain't guaranteed you you're going to get hurt, is it? It, the, alcohol, the alcohol example is more in line with the cheating. A woman walking down the street with some short shorts on is not the same. I, and, so, and I don't remember us talking about somebody getting drunk. I don't remember that. No, being I said they were examples that I gave during. Yeah, the I don't remember that being one of them in that in that conversation. Yeah. I do remember the short shorts. And you about to catch some heat, so we might as well move on because they know, already. I don't really care. I know, but we don't need to go. Yeah, but we don't know. My thing is, I'm consistent when I say when I when I present a belief in something, I'm very consistent. If I say I hold you accountable for your choices, I hold you accountable for your choices. I feel like other people pick and choose when it's okay to do that. In certain situations, you're not accountable for your choices, and in certain situations, you are. I think it's very hypocritical to be picking and choosing when you can take a grown adult who can make bad decisions. Something goes wrong, and because of what happened to them, you say, fuck the path they took to get to that situation. Nothing matters. They're a victim. That's all that matters. No matter what dumbass they do, that's, that's not 
truly. And that's what y'all was saying all that night. Y'all told me it don't matter how she got there. She yeah, it don't matter there. that she had on short shorts. Then nobody, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, or she got raped. That's what we was talking about. We I was know. talking about some clothing and, 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 and if that invited harassment or rape. Don't try to change it around. And we I'm wait. not changing it around because that's the that's what they well, said with the married dude. When you're dating a married woman, that's you're inviting the danger. How is that the same? How is that the same? How, how is, is it wearing not? some clothing? No. How is that? How is the choice to wear clothing something you for myself? Need... I'm not bothering anybody else. I'm not, I'm not intruding on anybody else's situation. I am walking down the street doing mind of my fucking business. I'm not in nobody else's. How is that the same as having sex with somebody else's house? You are comparing the actual actions. And I said all along, I'm comparing the mentality of you make a choice. Whatever that choice is, you make choices that could potentially put you in dangerous or harmful situations. Now, whatever that choice may be, whether it's drinking with a stranger, whether it's dating a married woman or a man, whether it's wearing scantily clad clothing amongst a bunch of men, whether it's going to a place where you know you got a bunch of people that don't like you, no matter what it is, you make a choice where you know that you can put yourself in harm's way where you, it can be dangerous, you can get unwanted attention. You make these choices anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. Like these are things that are very common. We tell people to be aware of. You have the rights to do all these things. You are not breaking a law in any of these situations. Okay, but you're so making a choice. This is what I'm you're making a choice. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel like uh, George Floyd should be accountable for his death? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, oh. Is it isn't resisting the police uh, uh considered a choice that could bring harm's way? We all know and have seen how oh, resisting oh. the police. Hold on, let me finish my statement before you interrupt. Mm -hmm. you know, we all know how when we resist the police, just like this young man, I keep forgetting his name, his last name right, the one who got shot. Black people in general, we know. Stop mm -hmm. resisting the police. It can end very badly for you. This has been going on for decades. Mm -hmm. Right. So then should, should he be should they be responsible? They deaf, they deaf then. The thing. I'm gonna ask you a question, but I never and that's again, I'm not saying people are accountable for being you just asked me the accountable for his death, which is implying that I'm saying people are accountable for being a victim. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying you are accountable for the decisions that put you in harm's way, and so you then, can still be a victim. So, yes. If you resist arrest and you cause a situation, should you end up getting killed? Probably not. But should you be accountable for the actions you took that put you in harm's way? Yes. Thanks, Both okay. can apply. Okay. Both can apply. Can they not? Okay. So if, I'm, if I get put over by the police and I start wilding out and resisting arrest and I end up and I end up getting shot, right? Should I have gotten shot? No. But did me wilding out and resist arrest make the situation much worse for me? Yes. Should I be accountable for making the situation much worse for me? Yes. Is that is that something wrong with saying that? Tanisha said, what does accountable mean? That means you're responsible for the decisions that you made. So when you make a decision, knowing this situation can bring you unwanted attention, possible harm, put you in danger. 
you're accountable for that. You got to own it. it won't go bad. You when? can't just say, ooh, I'm a victim. I did absolutely nothing to bring this upon myself. I mean, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. Uh, but I don't understand how when somebody deciding to wear some short shorts is 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 equitable to that. No, I, no, I just don't understand. Was a woman first of all? It was a woman with her her ass hanging half out, and we said you know she'll walk past men and men to make statements and so on and so forth, right? No, not just making statements, touching that her ass. Too. That too, I said that's wrong. No one should ever touch her, but women know. That if you walk outside amongst men, this is likely to happen. Is that correct? It's a possibility. Okay, it's a possibility. So if you know it's a possibility that you walk outside half naked, you're going to get unwanted attention, then I don't feel sorry for you when you get it because you did it under the guise of I can do whatever I want. You are correct. You can do whatever you want. But when the unwanted attention comes, don't be surprised because you knew that before you got dressed. The same way, if you date a married woman and that man get at you, don't be surprised because you knew going into that, that's a possibility. Same thing. You're accountable for the decisions that you make. I don't understand why what I'm saying sounds so fucking crazy. I mean, it just don't, it don't sound crazy. It's just kind of like they were saying in the comments. It's like, who are you trying to convince? Because why do why do we have to, why are you trying to bash us over the head with it? Like why you keep bringing it up over and over and over again? Because I'm um, stunned how grown adults are always trying to escape if, accountability. If that's, what, if that's what it is, then then what? You can't change their mind. I'm just what? saying. Because niggas, listen. I put up a post about being accountable for your decisions. Motherfuckers bust my head for it. I'm saying y'all sound ridiculous to me being grown adults thinking you're not accountable for your choices. That's it. Every time motherfuckers say this shit, I think you sound ridiculous. And I think the reason, and I think all people usually do is give you reasons for their choices and they act like the reasons remove their accountability. Oh, he did it because of this. Oh, he did it because of that. We did it because of that. What the fuck that matter? Still made a choice. Still could have made other choices. You're accountable so for your choices. Tiffany Tutwiler says, you think people make a conscious decision to lose everything they have to be a drug addict? Listen, man. People make conscious decisions to do a lot of wild shit. People, you think those people don't, are not aware that they're losing their shit? I'm not saying it's not a hard battle. I ain't saying it's extremely difficult. I'm saying it's a choice, though. How can you say it's not? They make choices to do shit every day. You got functioning drug addicts go to work every day. They do a lot of other things throughout their life when you make they make choices. So you're gonna tell me these people walking around, getting dressed, buying food, buying clothes, going to work, and the only time they lose their power to make a choice is when it came to drugs? But they make choices all day long, so I guess they this brain function, you say they lost, that they can't get off drugs, it only, their brain only stop working when they come to drugs. Do you know how drug works on the brain? I do, and I, listen, I ain't gonna act like I'm super knowledgeable what I'm saying. I ain't saying it don't have an effect, but people get off drugs all the time. People get off drugs and get clean and go back to drugs. Yeah, because it's a disease. I didn't say I said it's a choice. I didn't say it's not. It's a choice. You got to You got to make not a, it's, not a, it's not a choice that's made. Haven't you heard of people? I know throughout our life, I I've heard quite a few of this happening quite a few times where somebody hit some bad drugs and now they fuck like they weird now. They a totally different person. 
There's always exceptions. Because it changes your brain. And you think that's the yeah. average drug? The average drug addict brain is so fucked up they can't make choices no more. That's your average drug addict. We I'm not saying about. they can't make choices no more, but a person that keep relapsing like that, yeah, it's been some permanent alteration to their brain. How long you took them to get to the point where their brain was fucked up? The first time they used it. I mean, like you said, I'm not a a, a, a brain a neurologist. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I okay but, alone, just... but I just and I. And I, the thing is, I agree with you to a certain extent. And I told you that that day, like, I do believe in holding people accountable and stuff like that. However, that black and white, I don't have sympathy. I think that's the part that people had an issue with. And that, that's the part that you miss out on. No, but I don't, I don't think most people are disagreeing that there should be some accountability. But this harsh kind of mean, I don't have no sympathy for them. I think that's people just don't want to go that far. They feel like, yes, I will hold you accountable and you made some bad choices. However, that doesn't mean I have to lack any sympathy for you. Yes, and if you choose not to, that's fine. But don't be mad at me because don't get mad at us because we choose to give them sympathy. I didn't. Y'all got mad at me because I chose not to. I gave my opinion. Y'all went off on me. How y'all? How you going to say I got mad at y'all? I caught the victim. Because you was making a opinion. lot of general as statements that was false and that's what people was getting mad they was getting mad at the depiction that you was giving oh. drug abuse and shit like that and so that's what people were attacking hey i ain't gonna keep going back and you know that's post. true because you had to go back and edit the post at least twice the only thing i edited to was i added a dope because i knew people were going to bring and a solution piece. and solution no i admitted i was wrong on that i just flat out said i was wrong because i can admit when i'm wrong the other one, I just added adult because I didn't want people to start bringing up kids. So I'm like, let me be more specific and add adult. But this is the thing. I ain't going to keep hashing that post over and over again because, again, a lot Please, of things. Jesus. I wasn't, I wasn't really talking about that post, but a lot of things people accuse me of on the post, I addressed in the post. They just fucking ignored it. So it gets frustrating when people be like, oh, you act like it's easy, but it's a whole fucking sentence in there when I literally say I know but it ain't everybody, easy. Everybody, when they jump on the post, they don't go to every sub thread. They just oh, read the post. sub thread is in the post. It but sometimes says, people don't. Oh, okay, in the post. Yeah, it says. I know it's not easily, especially with hardcore drugs. That's in the post. You act like it's easy. Nigga, can you read? I just acknowledge it's not easy and it's even harder with hardcore drugs. But because people feel a way, they say, fuck that. I don't care that you said that. Fuck that you said that. I feel a way. But anyway, regardless, yeah. like yeah. I said, my whole thing is, I didn't get mad at anybody. You can't be using the show to, to, to go back and, and fix your gripes and shit. Oh, listen, you know I, I, think, I think these things are interesting subjects. I do find accountability very, very interesting because I think in Clearly. general, most Clearly. people run from it. It's the, it's the one thing in this world that people hate to have for themselves but can always see in someone else. And I love how people love to talk but about. But I don't think people in the group is drug addicts, so how they they obviously. But they like to make people like to make excuses when for this. Oh, that's fair. Uh -huh. I feel like this. I think people like to make excuses for shit. I think people in this country overall are too sympathetic to a lot of shit that people do to themselves. And when you, when you when you try to call accountability for shit, you get called an asshole or being mean. It really listen. I put up a post that was super fucking simple one day and got my head busted. And all the post said was, once you become an adult, you're responsible for healing your own traumas. Motherfuckers took offense to that. I'm like, what the fuck? That's just because it's you, Lance, and you know that. So I don't even know why you be saying that. Oh, what did you just say? It's because of what? Because it's you. 
So when I tell you motherfuckers be sensitive and you telling me they responded to me and not the post, how you going to tell me? They don't mean they being sensitive. They just got a, a, that's, that's, not, that's not being emotional. That is, they have over, to, over the years of seeing the things that you post on there, they have this determined who you are and your character and the way you approach stuff. And they responded to it. That don't mean it's emotional. It don't mean it's sensitive. They just responded to the personality that you put out there okay. on Facebook. So I post something that's just a blatant like. It's the same thing. Oh, what, when your vein out, it's the same thing when your vein be popping out and you screaming, then you be like, I'm not emotional. It's like. I'm not saying that he was super emotional, but if I make a post and you respond to me and not the post, then that's an emotional response. Is okay. it not? No, I don't I don't think it's an emotional response. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. If you really think the motherfuckers say something, they just ignore what the fuck you said and, and, and come at you because they don't like you or don't like what you say, but they're going to tell me it's not an emotional response. Like, what's the logic behind that? They just don't like that you said it, so they're coming at you. That's no, it's not, it's not that they don't like that you said it. They are already in their mind. They figure this is how you meant it and how you trying to come across because of your past history and the way that you said and done things. So they're reacting to it from that angle. So maybe okay. that time you really didn't mean it that way, but they're going to always take it that way because that's been the consistent history. So, no, I don't okay. think it's emotional or sensitive. OK, we, we, we can agree to disagree on that. But what a motherfucker say. And a grown you gonna still have the last word after the old trauma, something that's almost <laughs> like because listen, that's that's not even an opinion, that's a simple fact of life. That's a simple fact. You as an adult are the only person responsible I'm not, for I'm not agreeing I'm not talking about you. I'm just I'm saying, saying I'm not agreeing that they should be doing that, but I know that that's why they doing that's it. That's fine, that's fine. And I'm gonna tell you anytime motherfuckers see there see something real simple like that and start barking at me, yeah, you emotional. But it's cool. I like it though. I'm glad that I get motherfuckers well, in You love using that word for everything. So you used it for every so huh? emotional, sensitive, them your and accountability. Them three that's last you need to make <laughs> some t-shirts with them fucking words on. I call it spade a spade, <laughs> Joe. And at least, at least I live it though. You'll never hear me not take accountability for nothing I fucking do. You ain't never your what. You name something that I did and I, ain't, I wasn't accountable for. You ain't accountable for the post you put up in your bad communication and the fact that people respond to it. You constantly be like, y'all just sensitive or you will tell me you just don't know how to like, all right, dude. Okay. You just don't want to, you don't want to accept that your communication is, is terrible. So, and we not going to go uh, down that I have already admitted I post my shit to get a reaction. I've said that many times. No, I, I don't, I don't get mad that. if people come at me. That is, I don't ever say y'all shouldn't be getting mad at me. I talk about, I only come at people who accuse me of saying shit I did not say. You have accused me on this show. When I reacted to something, you have called me sensitive. What, just a couple weeks ago when we was on the show, uh, you tried to constantly, as you do, you don't you don't recognize it. How, that in the middle of conversations, you change the narrative and move the goalposts. And nah. then it's like, well, you just don't know how to shift conversation. Okay, all right. I, now, I, it's not I that you're a bad communicator. It's that I don't know how to do something. Okay, I'm a great communicator, but I admit I, I push it to get reactions. I've already said I post things to get reactions from social media. I don't post it for you not to react. Quit Why trying would I post Quit huh? trying to bring. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. You said I'm not accountable for the things that I say. And I literally am saying, I know that I post things to get a reaction. It's my goal. 
So how am I? I'm not accountable. Well, man, admitting. why are you accusing people of being sensitive and emotional or getting mad when they react to you because they know that's what you're trying to do? I don't accuse people of getting. Well, first of all, I do call people emotional, but I don't care when they get upset. I only say, address me for what I actually said, and I will have the conversation with anybody. I never get mad at nobody. I never go off on nobody. I don't call nobody no name. I had a conversation with you. We can chop it up. So how can you say I'm getting mad at people? I have the conversation with whoever disagrees with me. We can go back and forth and talk it out. It'd be cool. It don't be no beef. I don't get into it with nobody. You disagree with me? Let's chop it up. I don't get no problem. People be coming at my head. I don't be getting sensitive. I have the conversation. The only thing I don't like is when people try to hold me responsible for assumptions. When what I said is in written print. And then people be like, just like I told you, I'll say this and they'll assume this and they start talking to me like I actually said it. And then when I defend myself, oh, you're getting defensive. No, I didn't say what you applying. I can do that. I got every right to do that. Are you reading the comments right now? Because I mean, it ain't just me. You know I what I'm saying? I already know I'm the bad guy. But that's what I'm saying. Stop taking it like you the bad guy. I am no. Taking some of this constructive criticism that people give you instead of trying to make it look like it's everybody else. It can't be everybody else all the time. That everybody become these the people that be coming at my head. Okay. I, Luanda, I know what I, I do. know for a fact Luanda has been one of your biggest supporters, and she she'll don't know. She don't never agree with me. She just like me because we cool. She support me as a person because we cool. She don't support none of my arguments. She don't support none of my arguments. That doesn't, but still, she she fuck with you and she yeah. will side with you if she feel like you right or wrong and she will go against you if you feel like, that's what I'm saying. True. And she's saying you on some Virgo bullshit tonight. And All right, moving on. Anyway, uh, what's the other one I wanted to talk about today that we had brought up? Oh, the what to call it? We brought it up early in the show. The uh, the police shootings. Did you see the fucking one with the sergeant in the military? Yeah, it's it's uh it's something that's also being discussed and worked on in my externship. Yes, extra bullshit. No justification at all for that. Zero. <laughs> now no. this is a good. This is a good illustration for a lot of white people who be trying to talk that shit. If you just don't fucking resist and do what they say, I mean, this man pretty much did. Now he didn't get out of his car. He was calm as shit, though. He was. But calm I said that the only shit. thing he didn't do was comply. But why y'all want him to get out of his car for a fucking tag any motherfucking way? But furthermore, in the current climate, and y'all keep killing black people, how can you not understand that this man said he don't feel comfortable? So the man got his hands out the car. Before they he even has on out a, the car, he had his hands up. He telling you, listen, look how they kicked it off with him. They told the man, what they say, do what I say, or you gonna ride the lightning? What type of car trash shit is this? You that's, that's a slave for putting the man in the electric chair. So you telling the man off top, I'm ready to kill you. That well, I don't. I've always known that to be slang for the electric chair, right? The lighters when they used to electrocute people. Uh, okay. I've never heard that slang for a taser. That's an old school slang they used to use when they say put you on death row. Let yeah. Ride the lightning. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. So that's why now you might want to correct me. 
That's why I've I always know. understood I just, that I just took it. Maybe that's what they meant, but maybe you're then, right. I've never heard it before. Then he said, I'm scared. And that motherfucker said, what, you better be. You you be, be right. Nigga. And now you want me to get out my car? Exactly. And you call ride the lightning? Exactly. Exactly. Fred, like Joe. And what they pull him over for? A oh. tag. Talking about they didn't see his, because uh, he didn't have his license plate, but he had just bought the car and he had the tag in the window. And who and was they, they, that was trying to say that they could, the police couldn't see that? Oh, it was in the locker room. Well, no, and, what it was was, right, the license plate was in the back window, but when they when they pulled up to the car, I'm pretty sure they could see they the license see, plate because they got they, their flashlights on. You from the dash cam video. And also they were mad because he didn't pull over right away, but clearly he wanted to pull over under a area because he... He know the police be on bullshit. And didn't he have his family in the car? No, he had his dog in the car, I think. I think it was just his dog. Oh, he said his dog okay. was choking. So they didn't care about the dog. They said it, they, they maced him. And, and if you notice... But okay, explain to me, because I didn't see the entire video. What was the rationale for macing him? Because he wouldn't get out the car? Because he wouldn't get out the car, even though he so kept they his hands. Yeah. Just because of that. He ain't do nothing else. He just wouldn't get out the car. His hands was out the window the entire conversation. So he's talking like this. He got his hands out the window the entire conversation. You know what I'm saying? And he's saying, he's like, I don't have to, I, why do I have to get out the car for a traffic ticket? Can you tell me what the issue is? But they basically just issuing threats. You're going to ride out the lightning. Yeah, you better be scared. Get out the car. Get out the car. So then they mace him. Now, because he in the military, he's been trained to deal with that shit. So when they mace him, he don't even respond. He just do like this. Like, he go, that's fucked up. He just keeps saying, that's fucked up. But why he's saying that's fucked up? Guess where he got his hands? One of them still out the car. That's for. Then he turned all the way out. They opened the door. He still got the seatbelt on. He tells them, "Can you take the seatbelt off of me? Because I'm I'm fucked up." No, you do it. You do it. He's still trying to be as, you know, what I'm saying cooperative as possible. Under they the was being bullies, basically. Now you already amazed them. He clearly is not trying to fight you back. They still want to throw him on the ground and handcuff him. Why? You already amazed him. He didn't even resist. Physically, he didn't resist physically, even when you maced him, only verbally. I think they fired uh, that guy. Man, these motherfuckers need, listen, these motherfuckers need to start having these cases against their ass coming out their motherfucking pension, and they need to be responsible. I think that they, the penalties for police behavior needs to be higher than that of a, a regular individual. I agree. It should be And to harm people at your discretion, and you're abusing it, and while you're abusing that power, we don't we lose the right for self-defense. Now, I think legally you can defend yourself against the cops, but logically you're going to get killed if you do, which is why the only time you will see even the boldest man, the baddest motherfucker, except the ass whooping is only from the police. That's the only time for, that's the only time you will see a person accept a blatant ass whooping. You won't accept it from no other citizen, exactly. but a motherfucker of authority. And that is hella power that can make anybody bow down, even though you can be dead wrong, fucking them up. And they won't hit you back because hitting you back means death. And you fuck around, catch an extra charge, which I know personally because I yeah. caught a charge. Right, right. I mean, that's a, that was a, a reason why I think the majority of those people when the police, um, you know, had George Floyd on the ground, those, those people, they wanted to help George Floyd, but they mm. probably were scared. Like if I run up and try to push him off, you know what I'm saying? Those people are living with PTSD. You could tell from the trial, 
they like, damn, I could have, you know, they still feel guilt for not helping, but they, they, like we talked about before, they know if I run up, that's a possibility of me getting shot, or uh, you know what I'm saying, like you said, and or catching the charge, like it's just crazy. That buddy, I didn't see, I didn't watch the trial, but I saw everybody keep posting the clip of Buddy with the light blue shirt on, and they was asking him, didn't you call him this? Didn't you say this? And he was like, yeah. yeah. No, he looked kind of swole. He was a jujitsu expert. I bet you it ran through his head several times. Can I knock him over and still surrender? Because as I watched it, I was like, man, I wish the motherfucker would have just like knocked the cop over and then laid yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And I bet you he was thinking that. Can I get this cop off of him and live? Not just get him off a of dude. Can I get this cop off a of dude and live, Joe? That's a, Listen, I ain't never been in nothing like that. But I have been in a situation where motherfucker in danger. And you got to decide if you want to intervene, Joe, because you yeah. might not. Man, listen. I, make it out. I feel bad for that man, Joe. That man looked like on that stage, on that, on that stand, that little clip I saw. That motherfucker looked like he wanted to jump out his skin and choke the motherfucker, answer him the questions like, nigga, you know what the fuck I witnessed? And you sitting here talking to me about calling a motherfucker names while I watch a black man die? And I can't do nothing about it for one reason. Because you a cop. Because you a cop. Because if it wasn't, if they weren't the police, he it probably would intervene. He would intervene. He, I mean, he was calling the cop all kind of pussy because he knew. He said, I know that move. I learned that in jujitsu. I learned that at y'all academy. You're killing that man. Get off of him. But And so that's what that was interesting to me because I just found that out today. He was only 140 pounds. That's Ooh. a little ass Derek Chauvin. You ain't got to be that way that much for you got your, your body weight on a nigga. Oh, of course. That <laughs> that's not a factor, but I was I just was uh surprised to hear of a man being that petite. That's a petite right. ass man. Like you 140 pounds. Like that's, that sound like a motherfucker. I ain't never met body. a man that's 140. I'm talking about maybe once in my whole life. A grown ass man. That's a that's a prepubescent adolescent. You're a seventh grade. You just, you just body shamed the shit out of little niggas. <laughs> I'm just saying, what the fuck? One forty as a grown ass man. I'm double that, my fat ass. Only women that weigh 140 pounds. What the fuck? Shit, I do, and I love it. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very weird. But uh, yeah, look, you don't even look that small. You know what I'm saying? But little anyway. niggas that be having the Napoleonic complex. It be them little motherfuckers, yep. Joe. Wanna, yep. Especially when they're dealing with a big motherfucker, Joe. Yep. Dude, the shit, listen, I, I be hating some of the shit I see. Like, I just seen a video of this dude, this white cat. It looked like he was standing outside with his wife and some other women harassing some little small black dude on the block, screaming in his face, telling him to get out the neighborhood. And I be like, yo, dudes like him and Derek Chauvin and, and, and the motherfucking, all these cops with that tough shit, they only do that shit when they got a, a pure, obvious advantage. They don't never do that shit when it may be a 50-50 situation. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these races only do that shit when they got numbers. Mm-hmm. Or it's a big dude and a little dude. Or they got, or like I say, he a cop or someone. He got some type of authority. Right. They don't pull it with you when it ain't the situation. That's how you know they ain't got no heart, Joe. They ain't got no heart, Joe. And, and then the, so I'm just like, look at the situation with Buddy. They shot in, in, in Minnesota. In Minnesota again, they shot Buddy in the car trying to drive off. Yeah, Deshaun Wright. So look at, look, Look at the the, the flagrancy of how they do shit. Did you watch the police uh, 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 press conference? The police press conference? No, I missed that. When he was explaining what happened? 
they showed the video. Then the video went off and he gave an explanation of what he thought happened. Mm -hmm. What'd he say? This, this man literally gave a detailed, thorough explanation of basically how there's no way she should make a mistake like that. And then said, I believe it was a mistake. Nigga, what? He like, he like, we don't train them that way. The pistol's on the dominant side. You know what I'm saying? Woo up the wham, woo up the. She said taser, taser three times. And ain't they taser like yellow? Or some shit like that? It's a different color. It has a different weight. Is it yellow though? Totally. I I don't think it's always yellow. I'm not sure about that. Don't don't quote me. I'm not sure. Okay. Because I think I think even that video that we, we talked about last year in the Wendy's in Atlanta, I don't think that taser was yellow. I think it was. I think it was. I could be I'm wrong. not sure, but right. it's possibly a different color. It definitely weighs different. And I'm sure the trigger pull is totally different. And the fact, like you said, you a 26-year veteran. Now, granted, tasers have not been around for 26 years, but your gun always been on your dominant side for 26 years. So you should have known better. Now, I'm not saying that she intended to shoot him or it was some intentional, but that's a very bad, very negligent mistake. Hold on. She deserves. If she would have pulled it and shot it immediately, I might have could have rolled with that. She grabbed that motherfucker and said, taser, taser, taser. You telling me why you was doing that? You ain't noticed you ain't had a taser? So you think she was trying to shoot him? I, I hate putting jumping in somebody's head. But I'm how is saying, it a mistake? I'm what do you think? I'm not saying that you... Listen, this is your yes. Logically, I have to say yes. If okay. you pull out a gun, a gun is much heavier. You're holding it in front of your face, like you're looking down at him, you're looking down, the gun's right in front of you. If you say taser, taser, taser three times, I mean you give yourself some time before you pull the trigger. How do you not notice? And it's in your right hand. So muscle memory. Right. You know, right. You do the, when you do a job, any manual label job you do, doing, you do the same thing over and over a lot. It's just muscle memory. Pistol, sports, anything. So you ain't come cross body. You ain't do nothing. Man, nah, 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 nah. Now she just pulled in and shot it. Then I was like, okay, maybe. Right, she, right, she, right. right. Just a, a quick reaction. Yeah. You ain't get time to really fully yeah. think. The right. amount of time between her pulling it and, let, and then another thing, her reaction after she shot him didn't sound like a motherfucker who made an egregious error. It sounded like a motherfucker who made a typo. She was right. like, ooh, I think oh, I shot him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> if I had accidentally shot some, I'd be like, oh, shit, I think I shot the motherfucker. Now she was like, ooh, I think I shot him. And then you ain't make a typo, motherfucker. You ain't, fuck. I think, I think she probably said that because she ain't know she had killed him because I think he still was able to drive off after but that. But if you did it on accident, wouldn't you have been even just a little more like, oh, shit, like something? She was calm as shit. Like she was a motherfucker who accidentally shot someone, and in the, right. the police, you are held accountable for every bullet, ain't you? Yeah, yeah. That's you know about report when you shoot somebody. Whole, yeah, that's a whole set of different set of circumstances. I would think that if you shot somebody and you didn't mean to, you would have a little bit more reaction of, "Oop, I dropped the milk, baby." I'll go back to the store and get another one. Like, right, right. You ain't seen. Yeah, that. I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't like to, to side with no police. So don't take it that way. I, I'm having a hard time just thinking she had just kind of showed up that she just wanted to shoot him. You know what I'm saying? However, I do think that it was such a reckless mistake that she deserves that charge that they they charged her today. You know that they charged her with manslaughter.
So she definitely deserves it or some type of negligent homicide. You know, every state has a different way of, uh, you know, I'm saying it was very negligent, very reckless. I don't I don't know. You know, we with some more details to come out. But I think I think there was some level of mistake, but it was a extremely reckless and extremely bad mistake. To, to, to be polite. <laughs> exactly. that, that, that being polite. Like real talk, like you really being polite saying it's extremely reckless. Like that's been very nice. That's been very nice. Uh yeah, I don't, don't want to go on too long about that, uh, be honest with you, because there was some other shit I want to talk about. Well, uh, pick, out the, pick out the biggest thing or a couple things you, you want to discuss tonight. Well, I don't want to go on nothing too heavy. Uh I will to talk about that kid cutty shit, but I don't even want to get motherfuckers mad. I'm just gonna <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna piss motherfuckers off, Joe. I know I already know I am. I, I just I don't piss niggas off enough, so I'm just gonna pass while I say something highly offensive to to everybody because that shit. I see that shit, and I just be anyway. Uh, social media rules or decorum. So this came up. Uh, this is courtesy of Streety actually, but I've seen this a lot. Streety was on one today. <laughs> yeah. I told you that since he's been producing, he's been back at his motherfucking narcissist bag full time. G. Like, I love it. I, I, I love a good rant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I love a good rant, as you can tell. So Yeah, but then don't try to act like the victim act for the fact. <laughs> no, he, he apologized to Buddy. I just, whatever, whatever. Uh, so the, the topic was brought up. If you post something on social media, is there a level of decorum that your post automatically deserves? Like, is there are rules to how people should respond to your post? I don't think there are any rules for social media, is it? Are you well, talking about he was saying rules or he thinks you an asshole if he posts something and you come on there and shit on it or disagree? That was essentially the crux of his argument. Like, if I put up a post well, and I like something, why would you come on there specifically to tell me? And other people were saying this too. Why would you come on there and tell me you don't like it? Like, why do you feel the need to tell me you don't like some shit that I love? Or why would you come on there and like downplay or shit on some shit that I put out to say that I love, or I like, or I'm into, or whatever? Yeah, I, it kind of seemed when I when I went back and looked at that, it kind of seemed like maybe there was some miscommunication on his end on exactly what he was trying to say, and if because he seemed to agree with some other people, so it kind of almost seemed like he's talking about people that go out of their way. To just be negative and shit on people's posts, which is a completely separate conversation. And in that case, I totally agree with him. I hate people that do that. I hate negative Nancys. I hate uh, people that bring negative energy on purpose and, and just want to bring chaos. On the other hand, I didn't read it that way. And granted, then that's where this conversation comes in from. So we're gonna talk right. about it from that angle. I don't. I think that you guys gotta take. You put someone out there for public consumption, then you gotta fucking take, like you said, your response to him. You gotta take what come with that. Take the bitter with the sweet. Right, because it, it, the one that said he posted what you say every week on live, Lance. What you mean? I, I got you guys explain, explain what you mean by that, Luanda. The and fact I, that you be complaining that people be reacting to your shit and all of that. Listen, I I would constantly disagree. I don't I don't complain that people reacting to my shit, but anyway, uh. Yeah, I, I, I told I talked about the phone. I was like, I mean, we want to talk about that. Honestly, I already told Shri, I know he don't actually give a fuck. He just like me. Like, I be having strong opinions about shit I don't care about. 
like all the time. So motherfuckers be thinking I be caring because I be talking about the shit and I don't give a fuck. But I'm with you. He's a little bit different though because he's open to constructive criticism. Now, if he gonna take it or not, it's a total. I'm not. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. <laughs> I that will bang a motherfucker upside their head about the shit for weeks. Hey man, <laughs> hey, listen, we ain't gotta man. go down that path. Go yeah, ahead. Go but like, I'm like, yeah, to me, that's like I told him. It's like I hate when a motherfucker post some shit and be like, but don't judge me, nigga. Don't volunteer no inf no information to me and then tell me how to fucking respond. <laughs> like, nobody asked you to tell us about this shit so you gonna post some shit on social media and say don't judge me which basically mean don't disagree with shit I say and don't like, dislike it you know what you know what I hate more than that don't at me Man, get the fuck out of here <laughs> don't at me I hate I literally hate when anybody ever say that that's probably my most irritating shit don't at me either. don't give me and no then come and shit I said what I said. Man, get the fuck out of here. Hey, I hate that fucking phrase. That shit means nothing. What if I said what I said mean? And when she said it, Nene Leakes is the one who, who, you know what I'm saying, she was being a fucking ass. I said when I'm trying to be funny. I never right. would say that seriously. Like, I said what I said. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we heard you, motherfucker. That's why right, which is what I'm responding to. <laughs> you know what that's why I'm laughing because you motherfucker. God damn it. Because, be killing these goof ass cliches, man. Fuck out of here with that dumb ass shit, man. No, no, first of all, I stand on this gangster. About five times now, just because you said that shit. Don't you ever bring up I stand on it because I stand on it, gangster. God damn. That's where you let the motherfucker know you ain't moving. Tanisha brought up I stand on it. I think she's trying to use it as an example. Hey. No, that's dope. Fucking out. God damn it. From take that shit worldwide. But yeah, I, I'm a type of motherfucker. Like I say, man, it, you can't, once you put it out to the public, Joe, like I said, I get beat up every day for shit I put out to the public. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get what you're going to get. And if motherfuckers don't like it or they do like it, like you ain't really got no control of it. It ain't yours no more. It's the public's. The motherfucker be killing me talking about, uh, don't be coming on my page talking about, motherfucker, I ain't on your page. I'm on my timeline. Right. You on my shit bothering me. Right, right, I right. my motherfucking business before you posted this whack ass shit. Now I got to address it because they scroll past my timeline and I'm bothered. Motherfucker, fuck you. What we kill with that bullshit, man? <laughs> Acting like they can post some shit that nobody can respond to. Fuck, you got some, you got somebody guarding your post. You got you got a, you got a security around your post. We can't say shit. Don't at me. That's all I'm gonna do now. I think the biggest right. thing, and I think this is not only a social media phenomenon, but it's just. It you know because of social media everything get inflated. In general, people need to stop responding to the one or two motherfuckers that disagree with you. You have then that's why I was telling Streety your whole post didn't nobody disagree with you, but that one motherfucker said something. Now you got to make a whole separate post. I hate when people who never well, that was the one about the young lady, Chloe or something. He put a post up. Yeah, I didn't read it, though. I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody else was like, oh, yeah, she gore. They was kind of saying who she was because I don't think he really quite knew who she was. Or, right. And it was only one person that was like, y'all shouldn't be looking at no, no little girl like that. Like, oh, okay. So, you know, and even with some of the other posts, it might be one or two out of 20 people that disagree. So what? You're going to have oh, some people that disagree. Why do we always give Okay, your camera don't went out. Why do we always give attention to it's just like in the world? People love it, could be everybody love you, and then it's one motherfucker that don't like you. 
and and people were really focusing on that. And they whole self esteem be built around because one motherfucker don't like them. Like it's crazy. That sounds familiar. Kind of like when I say I, I ain't I, the, the smasher pass and I pass, and everybody jump on me for being the one motherfucker that passed. Okay. Well, <laughs> no real talk. If that's the case, then that's whack. Maybe we had that conversation though. But I told you where well, that's more so. I'll be the first one, right? I'll be the first one. No, because you be, we ain't gonna go down that path. But, 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 right, but specifically, that, right, but that's right. But in real life, that's how people are. Even in, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be a, everybody could say, oh, you beautiful, beautiful. And it'd be one motherfucker, and people would stick to that. They whole self esteem will be wrapped around that one fucking person. So, we'd be whatever. mad that everybody don't agree. Listen, man, listen. Me personally, as much as motherfuckers think that I hate when they respond to me or hate when people come back at me, I actually, I actually like the, I actually like the back and forth. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I like, yeah, shit, like I post shit. shit and debate. Yeah, that's why I posted it, motherfucker. I didn't, I, I, I didn't post it for motherfucker not to say nothing. <laughs> why would, why would I post it on social media if I ain't want nobody to I say nothing? Up, but that don't mean because I want to argue and debate with people though. <laughs> Yeah, but if you post if you post a thought out there and everybody agree with it, it's gonna get one comment. It's gonna get seven likes. <laughs> like, no, that's not what I mean. I don't mind disagreement, but that don't mean I want to argue and listen, you know what I'm saying. I flagrantly admit I post unpopular opinions that I that I actually believe in. I'm not trolling. I don't post shit I don't believe in. But I know ahead of time they are unpopular. You know what I'm saying? Now, I may not give the most thoroughest explanation, and I know I speak broadly, which really, honestly, what I usually get killed for is speaking broadly. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll be like, in general, and then people will attack me with about a thousand. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to make a post and then try to include every fucking subset that may apply. I'm just going to talk in general. But you can kill a motherfucker very easily when they do that, and that's what usually happens to me on my post. I talk in general, People bring up specific situations. I get killed, but I like the shit. That's why I got PMU. I love talking shit. I love having the unpopular conversations, the shit that evoke passion. And I don't care nobody get angry. I ain't gonna get angry back after this shit is all dope to me. I want more. Listen, I told Streety, I want more people to go live. I want more motherfuckers to go live in the group and get that shit off. Let motherfuckers know how you feel. Fuck it. You talking that bitch all day? Go live. That should be entertaining to me. I like it. I like when Will Bradley posts his videos, the little the little two cent shit. I like all that shit. You know what I'm talking about? I seen him in the comments. I ain't never seen him actually post it, but I've seen him put him in the comments before. That's, but he never types. He only does videos. Does that? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was odd at first, but I I didn't. Listen that's to his thing. Six. That's his niche. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't listen to the first sixty, but after, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but I started listening to them bitches. He be making some good points every now and then. I be liking that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, that was just group before unpopular opinions or really any opinion. Any opinion, whatever you want to say, you can get that shit off. Who said I'm going to start going live? Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. Because sometimes I think about it or I just want to video. Well, I don't necessarily be wanting to go live. But sometimes I do be wanting, you know what? Y'all go, it's going to be a wrap. Once this semester ends, y'all going to get tired of me. I'm probably going to be posting too fucking much. <laughs> I want you to say what you would say to everybody else to me. What? Get your shit off. Yeah, get your shit off. Baby, you got to. Listen, <laughs> as much as I go back and forth for the motherfucker, you know personally, I don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> it should be fun, Joe. 
I be telling my girl, hey, they killed me today in the group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you I, a fucking psychopath. I don't <laughs> like that badass energy. I hate arguing motherfuckers. My skin crawling. Okay, you know what? I got a good discussion real quick because we only okay. got those two minutes. I want to know right. how what you think about it and people in the comments think about this. Okay. okay. This is another, this is on the same line as social media rules. Do you think that it's okay to, okay, I'm going to use an example. Say it's me and you having a conversation and it get a little bit heated in the group. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, um, your girl ugly. Do you think it's equally okay for you to turn around and say, oh no, I'm going to rewind. Say you say, you say it to me like, that's why yo 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 man ugly, and then I'll be like, your daughter's ugly as hell, or some shit like that. Is that a good? Is that a good response? Because you attack me first, you insult to me. Is it okay for me to go even lower below the belt in response? It's a two part answer. Okay. Well, you know what? Actually, it's not. Yes, should it's I okay. should give a better. But yes, I'm like, okay. No, it's a good example. It's okay. okay. You know, I'm going to tell you why it's okay. Because I'm a firm believer that if it's a respectful conversation, once you start the disrespect, you lose the right to make the rules. So I've always said, because I got a homie who is uh, very loose with his mouth. Like, he'd go off mm -hmm. on a motherfucker quick. And I don't like that shit. Yeah. Like, too quick to cuss a motherfucker out, Joe. Right. But in his mind, as long as it stays at words, then you should stay at words. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, G. But Maybe word is your cutoff. Maybe his cutoff is fighting. Maybe the next nigga cutoff is shooting a gun. Like, you don't know how far the next man willing to go. So once you disrespect him, maybe he don't want to argue. Maybe he just want to fight. Like, you don't get to pick how the game go no more. You should, If you want it, rules and decorum, stay respectful. Now, do I think a motherfucker should be saying something about your kids? Nah, that's wild as hell. But then again, you should have said nothing about their motherfucking girl. Once you throw the first punch, all gloves off, baby. Well, I'm going to give another example, and I'm going to see if you still agree. Okay. So, okay, well, let me see what some of the comments say first. Luanda said, uh, Dragon, ain't nobody off limits. Algenor says, all fair game as long as you're willing to deal with the results. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jelana say drag them. Ain't nobody off limits. Mouth gutter when, when crossed. She ain't okay. lying. <laughs> Tiffany said you're trash to talk about a kid. You're cray cray to talk about a spouse who has nothing to do with it. Okay. Now, I disagree with it should be, I feel like it should be some limitations. So I'm going to give you an example mm -hmm. of what happened and what prompted me to ask this. I'm not going to give these real people's names, but you know about the sports group we, that we all have been in the locker room. Mm -hmm. And uh, a very, that right, a very controversial individual. I'm not gonna say his name. C, and he's a cop. So without uh, giving his name up, you know he's extremely controversial, right? Mm -hmm. Real mm -hmm. big about telling people, CD. say your mama if you mm -hmm. say something you don't like, blah blah. Immediately so, he going there. <laughs> so he gets into it with a friend of ours. AB was also a cop, and stay getting into it. And he said, and you know that person has a special needs child, 
And so he said to this guy, he he well actually what he what he was okay. Let me get a, a real a real synopsis. Tell me he so another individual me. put up a live video calling uh this C. We're gonna call him C. Calling C out. So it was some other stuff that was said in the video. A came onto the post to specifically talk about this other individual that the guy was talking about. He's like, yeah, that girl, she's trash. Mm -hmm. Without knowing that that was C's girlfriend. Oh. Like, C felt like he did know, so he said, that's why your son retarded. Oh, so, what? Oh, so is that cool? Oh, yeah, I left the group over that shit. That shit pissed me off. So is that cool? I'm just want to know because he did call his girl trash, like y'all said. You, you once you hit the the belt, then the gloves is off. So is that a good response? Oh, oh, shit! Is 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 our homie in jail? I don't want to know if our homie in jail because I know he he in But you know that other person don't live here, so he live in a whole other state. So you better <laughs> that ain't the nigga to be fucking with, yo. Uh. No, because exactly because you wait, know wait, wait. he would have never said that to his face. Ever, never, that's ever. My, that's my biggest thing. But my you, question is, it's different because the intended insult, he did not know he was talking about the other person's woman. But the other guy stands on the fact that he know because they had some prior situations before that a a is claiming he didn't know that but c is convinced that he did know he knew exactly what he was saying and that's why he came at him like that so, so going off of his intent if let's say that a actually did know and he called his girl trash is it okay to come back around and call and say you, that's why your kid is retarded again it's not okay but it's fair game g don't 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 be this listen it's the same as if a motherfucker call you a bitch, and instead of calling you a name back, he's still on you. You ain't touching him or nothing. You a bitch-ass nigga. Boom, punch you in your mouth. Motherfucker black, you out of line. He called me a bitch. I don't play that. See what I'm saying? That's like the same thing. Like, you went to a whole nother level. Everybody might be like, Jordan ain't in that big of a deal. He ain't doing nothing but call you a bitch. Some niggas like, I don't play that shit. I don't play disrespect, period. But, and I, but, and I, but and listen, I, now listen. At the same time, don't say shit you would say on Facebook. You would say on Facebook that you would never say to nobody. That's, what I was about to say. That's my biggest thing because I agree. Because it ain't no way, and you know this none of that he would have never said that to that man face. None. Not 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 a not none. It's just not, certain lies you don't know. It, it's, he could have said your girl trash or your you know what I'm saying you don't talk That's about right. no special needs. I don't That's care right. what what the, the what the gate open what what. I'm he ain't in the group no more. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I left the group. They they no, let them. They didn't kick him out because they said about uh, that person started it. Hey man, listen. So I said I got to go because you got to stand for something. Yeah, that, you got to fucking stand for something, and, and that's just way too below the belt, right? Yeah, there. That's, it's, that's, it's, that's. I mean. I think that's a little different because one, they know each other, so there should be at least some modicum of respect. And if and if listen, buddy always known for going too far. Let's keep it a book. He shouldn't he be a reputation for going too way. far, and especially. But again, the rules don't change. He can't come in this group, Lance. I'm letting you know that right now. If you see his name, he can't come in this group because I don't want that kind of energy in our group because that's what he does. He brings chaos and discourse. 
No argument. I ain't gonna listen. I ain't overruling you. You say you can't come in. He's fucking done. I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. I'm cool on that. And shit. I ain't gonna interrupt you. Go ahead. What you was about to say? No, no. Whatever you said, he done. Just before you even get here, he done. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. Well, no, you was about to respond to the whole the line of questioning while I was going down. I just, I just again, again, the rules still apply, but you always hope that a motherfucker has a modicum of decor. So again, that's the same rules along the lines of it's the same. Is he? I know we're gonna say it's different, but for me, I put I take mentalities and I put them in other boxes to see if they hold water. That's what I do a lot that I think you don't like, and I should probably I probably just said that before. I'll take a, a line of thought, a train of thought, and I'll move it to another situation to see if it hold water. So if a woman hit a man and uh, uh hit a man, smack the man, and then he uppercut the chick. Yeah, she hit you, she wrong, but I'm not co-signing your uppercut. But logically. He got a right to do that. The fuck, he got a right to knock her the fuck out because you shouldn't have hit him. But I'm gonna say, fam, you're wrong. That was too far. You didn't have to respond that way. Same in that situation. So, do I agree? Well, what, you if a, what, you what, if girl, what if your girl threw like a a hanger at you? Something like again, I always is it okay to respond with? I'm you not okay? That's okay. Muddies the waters. I say there should yeah, yeah, always yeah. be a line of decorum. You should try to hold back. You should keep. You should keep in mind what the situation is. If you're a respectable, honorable, intelligent person, but the rule remains: once you disrespect somebody, you don't get to make the rules. You can't disrespect me and dictate how I respond. If you wanted to have rules, you should have stayed respectful because maybe. My level ain't your level. Maybe what you take is disrespect. I take is ultra disrespect. For instance, but 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 in this case, right? He didn't say to you, "Hey, your girl is trash." He was responding to another person's video saying, "Yeah, that girl is but trash if, if, that if you're if talking he, about." And C came in and responded. He wasn't even talking to him. Right. I get it. But if C feels like I know you know who that is and you're shitting on mine, he has a right to respond. Do I think he went too far? Absolutely. He went too far. But the rule remains. Look, even your reaction when I told you, you couldn't believe it. Yeah, I didn't expect <laughs> that, Joe. But listen, I'm I'm a lot like, hey, once it go too far, no more talk. How, 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 uh, Willie D say it? No more talk. Right. You don't went too far with me. Like, for instance, I'm the most talkative motherfucker in the world in one situation. And my daughter will tell you, when I go quiet, that's when you fucked up. Right. You got right. a chance with me as long as I'm talking. When I shut the fuck up, I'm like, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, action, baby. <laughs> right. Because I don't believe in playing. You know why I'm here. <laughs> listen, one thing I don't do, and listen, I told you before, I don't play the disrespect game. Like, you're not going to disrespect me, and then we're going to take turns disrespecting each other. You're going to disrespect me, and I'm going to make a decision. Either I'm leaving, because I'm 40-something. I don't want to fight a motherfucker. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the post. I'm leaving the situation. I'm leaving wherever the fuck the disrespect is occurring. Or I'm going to escalate it to the point where I don't care about the consequences. That's my personality. Like, I'm, I'm an aggressive man. When you push me, I don't back up. I push more. So right. I have to make the decision to go home, Joe, because if I take one step forward... I'm taking 10 steps forward and I'm right. not giving you a choice no more. You shouldn't right. have pushed me. I'm taking it all the way there now. And whatever happens, happens. That 43, fuck that life. I'm going home. I'm getting off this post. It just, it's just for me. I just yeah, he wild for that. Hitting that 
Yeah, especially on social media. I just, I would, and I done had some people say, you know, it, it rarely happens, but people done came in my neck about something that he made me. He, I just can't even imagine going that far. That's, that's especially when you know yeah. this man, and y'all got a long history of, not if you've never met in person, y'all been in that group for years together. That's, hey, that's, damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Damn, I was like, you know, I don't even want to, and I've been in that group since 2013. I was like, I can't stand for uh, it's just something you got to stand for at some point. Integrity has to be brought in, but I'm gonna say right here, right now, that's why it gets misunderstood. Him and his girl is trash, and I said it, and I say something about me (laughs) if you watch him. Don't do that, please. Because last time. Because your because your fiance is, is, is all black about black. you. I don't I don't need to see no one. You don't have a problem with nobody else, Joe. Craig ain't got time for I nobody. Know, I, know, right? <laughs> I don't want to see another motherfucker make Tiff unhappy. Craig ain't with this shit, Joe. Uh, listen, fair warning to anybody <laughs> fucking with the kill. So that nigga don't play about you, Joe. I'm trying to think you don't understand the level of concern for your happiness. And anybody stampeding on that, hey, good fucking luck, Joe. Hey, oh my mama, good fucking luck with Craig. I, I told you already. Don't fuck with her, Joe. Right, right. And I love her for that because I told her that night in my car, I said, hey, this nigga is for real. He's not playing about his baby. I need to make, I said, let me smooth this over. Because he ain't, he, I told he say nothing threatening, none of that shit, no tough talk at all, but it was serious. And he made it very well known. Hey, her well-being is a high fucking priority. And I'm going to make sure whatever's happening around her is all good. I said, you know what, G? Don't you fucking worry about it. I'm going to make sure too. <laughs> Right. Uh, that's that he ain't gotta fight my battles. That's why I be telling him, like, hey, you know, so I want, I, if I'm, if I'm, if I, in, in the name of Kenya Moore from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, don't come for me if I ain't sent for you. So if I sent for you, I want the smoke, and I don't send for much. Yeah, I didn't like that. That shit was uncool. Um, you don't talk about special needs kids, like stuff like that. I just think that that's totally off limits, but. I can't, believe, I can't believe A ain't throw him out because A sometimes don't give a fuck about what other motherfuckers say. He gonna do what he gonna do, and that's just that. I'm surprised. I guess he ain't the only but motherfucker you know, running that bitch. Though. You know they got the dictator shit. over there, so you already know who running that that group. So that's you know. It's, I really it's, don't. I don't be in there. Is it H? Uh, well, we'll talk. We'll talk offline then. But anyway, yeah, that was a wild way to end the show. Fuck, G. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just wanted to get opinions about that. So that's what I'm saying. That's something to think about, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I know there's different opinions. Some people say they want to smoke, but then when I give you an example that egregious, is it really the same? Is it really okay? You know, that's fucking my spirit, though. Man, that's fucking with me right now that he said that shit. I was legitimately heated that whole fucking Yeah, that's fucking with me. As if he was my child. <laughs> because Streety asked me earlier, he said, if you had posted a picture of your daughters and I came on there and shit it on, how would you respond? You, you would fucking snap. No, I told him, I said, you can respond how you want to respond. You just have to be ready for my response. Because you know how I talk. I'm never going to yeah. talk enough. But coming from me, that's clear. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, right. that's, that's right. fuck, man. Listen, I ain't, listen, whatever you say to me, I ain't saying that back to you. <laughs> I ain't going there because you got to be ready to listen. Niggas, kids. That's, that's childish. That's childish. Yeah, but he don't got no respect, though. So you deal. That's another thing. When you're dealing with somebody who don't have respect, that's another thing to end this conversation real quick. Know your audience. 
if you dealing with a wild nigga and you say something to him, regardless of whether it's logical or right, you can about that that nigga go pop off. It's like dealing with a gangster nigga who don't it don't matter if he wrong, he a gangster, he gonna get his way. Like sometimes you just gotta know your audience, G. So when I'm dealing with an ignorant ass, like I work in the clubs, I knew a certain nigga just ignorant. This was gonna go this way no matter what, sometimes. So I'd rather just not deal with a person like that. Right. Then I'm the same, I'm the same as you, Lair. That's yeah. why we don't even really that particular person, no matter what the conversation is, I'm gonna get into it because it's gonna go bad. But just so y'all know, it's sad because this individual is a police officer. He's out here on the streets, and he does the he defends the police a lot. So you know his whole his whole listen. I argue with people, but I honestly don't believe that my arguments are ill will because all the people I argue with, when I meet them, we be cool. Right. I don't think he be that way. I think he would meet people and they would have a real issue with do like I'd have had some not listen. Me and Luanda went at it. You see, you see, said she wanted my she that's my girl. I'd have got a tour with, with Kia. We just had her on the show. She was like, Joe, you see, you a cool. I'll be telling motherfuckers, y'all hate my opinions, but I don't ever disrespect no motherfuckers. That's true. That's true. I don't that's like true. that shit. You can that's say that's what you want to say. True. Yeah, you can be as disagreeable. You can stand on your point. You can stand on the most unpopular opinion of all, G. But that disrespectful shit, I don't feel is necessary because I'm a nigga who fight, so I never want to make another motherfucker want to fight me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to make a person be so angry at me that they want to pop off at me because you got to. But that's what happens. Social media gives these these fucking pussies a platform and a soapbox, and they think they can say what they want to say. You know what I'm saying? It get people the voice because in real life, they wouldn't say half the shit that they say on social media because it's just a certain level of respect and decorum that you give other people, especially grown ass men, especially grown ass men that's way bigger than your ass that can knock you the fuck out. That's a big, I don't know how big C is, but A is a big motherfucker, boy. Yeah. And I ain't just talking about tall. Yeah. That's a big motherfucker, boy. Yeah. He's an athlete. So that means he ain't like, nah, ain't nah, that nigga yeah. ain't nah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't, Rock Rock was. I don't care if you was four, right. four, eleven. You just don't. It's certain shit you just don't say. So and I'll wrap this up and say this because I tell this to all the young. When I talk to young cats, G, most arguments are really because the second person couldn't walk away. The first mm -hmm. person got aggressive. They said something to you. If the second person wouldn't have gave the response energy, ninety five percent of the time that shit gonna die because yep. it's difficult. To keep popping off at a motherfucker if they mm -hmm. responding like that. Like you gotta truly be mad. And people who truly upset, especially men, they don't talk, they fight. Like niggas, when they mad, like what's to talk about when you're ready to fight? It's fighting time. So I'll be telling motherfuckers, Joe, it'd be the second person. The first nigga got aggressive, man. Fuck you, nigga, whatever. And the second motherfucker be like, Joe, I ain't even known that with you. A lot of times that should have started to die down quick. But niggas like to always get that last word and yeah, yeah. better type nigga than your ego. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Asking for it. Just, just learn how to walk away, G. Yep. Even on social media. Even when it's because there's no consequence on social media. Ain't nothing wrong with this. Stop commenting on the post. You can let that motherfucker go and get do what I do. Or just let the okay. Right. Or just let the post pass. You ain't. I, it's just certain in conversations I'm not yeah. gonna get something to because I don't feel like arguing with no motherfucker and getting up. I know how upset I can get, but you know. Some people it's hard to do, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Look, period. Man, I do it to y'all. Y'all be busting my head too much. I'll be like, fuck it, Joe. Okay. 
I'm just, I'm just done. I can't win today. It's okay. We'll throw a period behind. They really gonna hate your ass. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for coming. Yeah. Y'all stayed up with us tonight. We talked overboard. It's all good. We, we had to, uh, we stayed up a little late, but y'all came out late. You tardy ass motherfuckers. I appreciate yeah, y'all. I love you, time. God damn it. Yeah. And if you order something, if you order something, I have it this weekend. Uh, like I said, I'll be shipping them out on Monday because I'll probably not get into late Friday. But everybody who orders something, your shit coming in. Plus, I got some new extra shit I ain't tell y'all about. Oh, right? I got some, some different I'm shit. I'm waiting on my shit. You know, I'm I'm green. yes, sir. I'm gonna try to work that out for you. I promise I, I I'm gonna figure something out to get at least one order so you can get your neon green. I see that. you want that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm work it out, I promise. But don't forget, y'all, Sunday at noon, we're gonna be at 63rd Street Beach. We're gonna be uh filming the, the video shoot for the song. It'd be nice to meet a lot of y'all. Um, and just see some people. Wear, make sure you wear your mask, even though we're gonna be outside. We still please got wear your mask because my fiance gonna kill me, man. Please, is she coming? No, but she ain't playing about that COVID shit, and yeah. she already don't want me to go. So I need listen. I hate wearing masks, but I ain't taking mine off. I'm gonna make I'm gonna do I'm make my fiance happy because I got to sleep with her, not y'all. Uh, yeah. and I'm wearing my mask the whole time. So I would appreciate everybody come out. We're gonna wear our masks, or we're gonna have fun. God damn it. Do a little video drop right. Wear your PMU shit if you got some too. That'd be and, dope. And, you can wear and, your PMU um, shit. Bring me a PMU uh mask because that'd be nice to have on the screen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Matter of fact, Joe, I'm gonna be honest. Uh I'm gonna give out the PMU mask. Oh, okay. You show up, I just let you have one until they, they run out. So until they I, run out, if you show up, PMU mask on the house for everybody that show up to the video on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Until I ain't got no more. You know what I'm saying? So perfect. That's 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 my good way. Show my appreciation for motherfuckers coming out tonight. You know, what I mean, coming out on Sunday, PMU yeah. bath. It is gonna be a little nip, but you know, just dress warm, and we ain't we ain't gonna keep y'all out all day. It'll be yeah. in the middle of the afternoon, so the, it's been fifties during the afternoon. It really ain't been that cold, so we'll see. Yeah, so come out with your PMU mask. Have fun with us on the video. If you come into the uh to the joint, I got your uh, and I, uh, you bought some. I'll bring it there, and I'll just give it to you there. You know what I'm saying? So we hope to see y'all on Sunday. Other than that, thank y'all yeah. for coming out tonight as always. We love y'all, man. See y'all motherfuckers next week. And check out Dame mm -hmm. on Saturday, Vixen Podcast on Monday, Monday yes. Sam on Tuesdays, and I got something in the works for y'all. I got uh, something in the works for y'all. I got some more shit going. Um, I'm going to holler at y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Good night. Tiff. Oh, shit, she cut out. <sighs>